Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shoes. Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill has been a proud home of Blues fans in St. Louis since 1990. And Hot Shots is an official partner of your St. Louis Blues. Swing by any of their 10 area locations tonight for the best Blues party in town. And don't forget about Blues Ticket Tuesday with your chance to score a pair of Blues tickets at every Hot Shots location during every Tuesday Blues game this season. Get details, see all the specials, and find a Hot Shots near you at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hi to all of you. Hey. Howdy. Oh, today's Ash Wednesday. You know that? Yeah. You know that? I do right now. Yesterday was Fat Tuesday. Today is Ash Wednesday. Yep. You know what reminded me of that? It was yesterday watching TV, and you're starting to see the commercials for all the fish sandwiches oh, at, yeah, the, yeah. Ah. at the fast food joints. Dude, McDonald's already wins, by the way. Every time I hear that commercial or see that commercial, it's all I do for Fluff the rest of the fish. day. Yeah. Bring me that play old fish. Bring me that fish. I mean, dude, it's it's over. You'll, you'll hear it today. You'll hear it today, and I'll point it out, and you'll sing it for the rest of the day. I, I, it's the catchiest thing ever. Bring me that play old fish. Bring me that fish. Every time. It's the best. You have to put your arms up. Yeah, you have that. to do it. You have to Are dance. you raising the roof? You have to dance. We were on a power play there for a second. You have to dance. I'm t- Listen, it's going to happen today, and everybody's going to go, damn you, Patrico, because now it's in my head. One more time. Bring me that flail fish. Bring me that fish. <laughs> is that a radio you. commercial? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And their TV spot is pretty awesome, yeah, too. Yeah, the TV spot. <laughs> I, I guarantee you it's in there. I guarantee you it's scheduled for the, in, within the next hour. <laughs> Well, I'll keep my uh, my ears out for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <man. laughs> I was like, oh, today's uh, 
Today's Ash Wednesday. That's right. The uh, filet fish commercials. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Today's also the day when you walk around the office and anybody's got it. You do the dad joke. Of, hey, you got a little something. Nah, oh. you're better than that, Jeff. Not really. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. How bad would it be just to walk up to someone and just start wiping off? Here, you got something and just start oh, oh, wiping it off. Oh, oh man. That would be bad. That would be not great. Is that just a Catholic thing? I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I, like you're talking Catholic over like just being a Christian thing? Yeah. Or, I think it's just a, a Catholic thing. So, all wrong. right. So, not all Christians observe Ash Wednesday. Mormons, evangelicals, and uh, Pentecostal Christians are some of the denominations that do not take part in the Holy Day. Does your church do it? No. Yeah. Huh. What's your what's What are you? What religion are you? Christianity. Oh, it's just straight up Christianity. Yeah, yeah. There's no. We're just Bible thumpers. Gotcha. Um, God, yeah. yeah. We don't That's add cool. takeaway. Yeah. Right. It's good. Bible thumpers. Bible thumpers. And you grew up what, Moon? Uh, Baptist. Baptist. But and they do they do and Baptists? No. <clears throat> no, but unfortunately Westboro uh, Baptist sort of hijacked that that name, so don't oh, don't yeah. associate. No, you know that when I hear Baptist, with, I don't think Westboro Baptist. right away. Okay, well, there's like the Southern Baptist Convention, and then there's you know. Yeah, a, a different when you hear Baptist, do you automatically well. think Westboro Baptist Church? No, I, don't, I, I, think, not at all. I think many people do. That, that Only if you bring it up. I could see no. that you. I could see you. No you way. know, being like that if you're a Baptist to, to be a bit defensive on it. Yeah. But I definitely don't because there's I so many don't. different Baptist factions, right? Yeah, but yeah. I don't think most people know that. Yeah, well, I'm pretty. Smart. I think they see it only in the news and they go, "Oh, those guys." No, that see, word. I don't. And and as somebody who's fascinated with those people, mm -hmm. fascinated. Yeah, I mean, even the three. Well, t I guess two Baptist churches that we really went to, there was a lot of differences between those two. And not fascinated in a good way with the Westboro Baptist Church, just fascinated with how somebody and a group could be so hateful. Right. It's fascinating, mm -hmm. like watching a watching a, a building burn down, fascinating or something. Yes. Yeah. And then just the family. There's pretty not much. very uh, many the in The Phelps there. family. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the Phelps much family. The Phelps. They're all lawyers, too. Yeah, you can Phelps see family. straight if you and I. I came in within a few feet of them one time, and you can see straight through to the devil and hell in their eyes. You you just can. They do everything to make you pissed off on purpose. Yeah, they oh, want to. Yeah. They, they want a confrontation. They had their mm -hmm. kids at the time yeah. holding signs with the f word for gay people on it, and the one lady was walking around with an American flag tied to her shoe. So every time she took a step, she would walk. Who's that watching? Oh, the the won't you be my neighbor? <clears throat> the Mister Mister Rogers documentary. And they're in that? They protested his funeral. Oh. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, Scott. They're getting good press out of this. Let's Play a fish. <laughs> Hit it. Give me back that filet fish Give me that fish. Give me back that filet fish Give me that fish. What if it were you hanging up on this wall? <laughs> if it were you in that sandwich, you wouldn't be laughing. Any day is a great yeah. day. Yeah. All right, I got it. <laughs> you want to hear it one more time? One of those uh, what, Billy Bass. Billy Bass, yeah. Billy Bass that you hang on the wall. You you want the jam? Hit it. Give me back that fish. Give me that fish. Give me back that fish. Give me that fish. Yeah. All right. Anytime you drive by McDonald's, you're going to go, give me back that fish. That's 10 years old? Holy that, cow. The, and they, they're bringing this back. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've seen it on TV. It's, I don't, is the fish in it? The fish I, on the wall in it? I don't, that only I don't know. Oh, is that an old commercial? Yeah, yeah but for, they brought it back. Like this is, this is a it new. Is? Oh. Yeah, oh, nine, it says. Yeah, can yeah. You hear, can't you hear the tape in it? <laughs> <laughs> the hiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, there's a different. Oh, there's a remix. In the TV. Oh, <laughs> oh remix. It says Frankie the Singing Fish. Give me back that filet fish plus remix. All right. Ready? Oh man, we're rolling the dice now. Us just clicking is rolling the dice. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know. Can you buy that fish? It says Frankie. It says Frankie the fish. I know. Yeah. Where's oh. the remix part? Oh, solo. Sounds like it's running out of battery. Yeah. yeah. You can, I like how you can hear the motor clicking. Yeah, you sure can. See, I'm wondering if you could buy that. Go to Amazon. See if you could buy that. The filet of fish fish? Amazon. Yeah. Frankie the Frankie fish. Frankie I'm going to buy you that. There it is. Who are you looking at? Who are you looking at? Who are you looking at? Tony. Oh. Four, four star or three and a half stars. Yep, you sure can Give get it. Give me back that filet of fish it says on the top. How much is that? Uh, currently, see all buying options. Uh, you can get 62, it for sixty-two. Yeah, to one hundred and thirty. Sixty-two bucks. Yeah. Huh. Worth it. Hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. I think I've only had one fillet of fish in my life. Are you a Are you a fish fry guy? Like uh, now that yes. it's Lenten season, love them. Fish fries are the best. We man. get together with some friends and we. Uh, yeah. We always we, we vibe. We get it to go. Oh yeah, we we do. We get too. it to go. We can't like. Growing up, especially going to private Catholic schools, growing up, we've had our fair share of experiences at the fish fry, whether you go and you sit down and it's Thunderdome at the cafeteria mm -hmm. tables, or you even wait in line and get it to go. Listen, now they have drive up where you just call oh, it yeah. in, you call it in, you pull into the spot, they come out, we used to it's live car near, side uh, to go. St. Gerard in Kirkwood? Yeah. They had a drive through It's a big old school. Um... Yeah, I do I do enjoy the fish fries. I do too. Although man. I've ne I've never been to to McDonald's for for a filet of fish. Like I have not either. went there solely for it. I've had it brought back for me to try. Yeah. Eh, and that was and that was recent yeah, too. Recent. Relatively recent. Yeah. I remember that. Uh that and the McRib. I've never had a McRib. I've only had one McRib in my life. Never and had one it. filet of fish. Never had a McRib, filet of fish. That's my stuff right there. You want a good, listen, uh, here we go. You want a good fish sandwich? I do. You want a good fast food fish sandwich? Fish sandwich. I can give you two that are my fave. Number one, White Castle. Mm -hmm. The fish with cheese is the bomb at White Castle. Really? Delicious. Number two, Rallies. The Rallies fish sandwich. If I I want one right now, I would wreck my stomach never, right now for that sandwich. I don't know. For me, I never think of fish and fast food. You would love. I think you would love the White Castle. And listen, I know it's 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 frozen. It's it's fried. Mm -hmm. It's hard to screw that up. Right. For some reason, I think White Castle would actually have real fish. That's why I trust them. I oh, maybe out of my. I mind. don't know what fish uh, is shaped like that, Scott. But I and listen. It's frozen. <laughs> they also have fish nibblers. Oh, you get the White Castle fish nibblers. Oh, I've heard you talk about the fish nibblers. It gets even smaller. Fish nibblers. <laughs> nah, dude. Look at this. Look, I'll pull up a picture hey, of listen, the nibblers. I, I may be out of my mind, but I think I went through Lion's Choice recently and saw a fish option. Really? Really? Look at that. Bam. Fish nibblers. Crazy. It's not on the website. Oh, so it's like fish nuggets. Yeah. It's basically. I mean, it, it tastes like a like a. 
you know, you go get fried cod somewhere. It's that, but in nugget form. Scott, you've never seen fish swimming just that are completely square? (laughs) Of course I have. I looked by the ocean once. You know what's crazy is when I see that, the the fish nibblers, anytime I see something that size, you know when you get food poisoning and you avoid a place or a particular type of food? I got food poisoning from like a popcorn chicken type thing that was like that that size, and now I just. Really? Are you sure from that? Because usually frying something, unless it's really undercooked. It was from there. It was from there. Was it way undercooked? It wasn't from White Castle. I'm saying it was from the place that I ordered this. Um, not that I remember it, but yeah, listen. It's hard because usually you fry something, it kills. Yeah. It kills everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not everything. Why'd you just say it like that? Because, dude, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Food poisoning is terrible. <laughs> this yeah. one was a particular bad case. And it turned you off from? Um, well, not only the ad establishment. I've, I've never been back to that establishment. That was October Ooh. 2003. I remember the Lion's day. Choice. Yeah. Oh, crispy, crispy cod. Oven every that. Friday, crispy cod sandwich. That's every Friday sweet. they make that. I didn't know that existed. I'm trying that. Yeah, I, th- I thought I saw that. I would that try it. What is it that? looks is that delicious. Yeah. It looks like it's a tartar. I guarantee that's a tartar sauce. Because looking at the picture closer on my screen here, it looks like it's got some chunkies. Ooh, look at that. Oh. You all have to try that. What are the chunkies and tartar? Is that pickles? Uh, I don't know. I think it might be a relish of some sort. Here, Fish let's eyes, I think. Scott, <laughs> Stop that. Scott. What would be wrong with that? Fish eyes? If you're eating it, you're eating it. Tartar sauce is, uh, <laughs> I mean, chopped capers. Oh, okay. Can also be enhanced with gherkins and other var- yeah. uh, varieties of pickles, lemon, lemon juice, as well as herbs and uh, dill and parsley. It's a mayo-based. It is definitely mayo. Yeah, I steered clear it's of- It's a mayo-based condiment. That place that, uh, that place that gave me the food poisoning in 2003, I haven't been back, and it's, like I said, it's, I have a difficulty eating things that are like the size of those popcorn mm. chicken- Nibblers? You know, nibbles type thing, yeah. I got food poisoning once off a uh, off a uh, raw oyster. Mm. Yeah, was... that was terrible. I was in Vegas, awful. But I still eat, still eat oysters. Oh man, you want to go full blown monster today? Get yourself the double fish at rallies. I mean, that's a that's a commitment. You need a nap after that, guys. So it's two fish fillets. Yeah, but the, I think the reason I like theirs is because it is. Crispy. Like, raspy. That's why I like those fish fries, the church fish fries. Yeah, you Give take a bite that. of this and Give there's me some. Crispy. Give me crispy there is, fish. There is some crunch. You're crunchy. And you know, they use like the cheapest, the cheapest cuts of fish. Oh, oh they're yeah. buying in bulk. That's for damn sure. <laughs> we got a buddy that like lives for fish fries. And he knows all the good ones. And he's always like, you guys got to go on the fish fry run with us. This is, <laughs> this is my thing. Well, ask him where the best fish fry is. He, he because t- I'm there. He told us we were, we're, we're all yeah. planning on going with him. Yeah, it went last year. Incredible. Well, they have like fried cod, mm-hmm. right? With uh, a, a good place to have hush puppies, too. Yeah. So you just, when you say you're <laughs> going <laughs> with him, you guys just stake out the, the church or whatever it is and, and just go there. Is that what you're talking he's about? He's got some sort of system. What did he do last year? Oh, he's got a system, huh? He just, I went over to his house and he drove me there. Oh, yeah, it's I don't a know. good system. That's yeah, I don't know his system. Great no, he's, he's got like different places that he goes because, you know, there's like a thousand of them in the area. All right, I got a system. You come over and I'll drive since I know where we're going. Wow. <laughs> I uh, love right. it. You stop it. I don't know. Are there guys, bad fish fries? I'm sure there's some that aren't great, but do you remember Do you remember that um, there, there used to be a radio station in St. Louis that used to do fish fries? Like they would broadcast oh, live yeah, yeah, yeah. fish fries yeah. and make it a thing. And uh, I actually worked 
in the promotions department one of the last years that we did that. And I was the one that was like scheduling, like, hey, here's what fish fry, here's the what okay fish fry. The OK hits. Yeah. The OK hits. And I got to go to these fish fries. And it was the best. I would show up and I was like, I'm here for work. Can I get 48 pounds of fried catfish, please? <laughs> Oh, would you go with the catfish, or you'd go? I don't with know the... what it was. Just whatever they were, whatever they were giving. Usually, it's cod, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just remember St. Ferdinand in Florissant and St. Thomas the Apostle in Florissant, which I don't even know if those schools are still open. Really, those were two of the best. I'm gonna really reach out to go for halibut. Ah, I gotta have some uh, halibut, please. There's an article that I just found that has the six fish fries in St. Louis you must try, but this is from last year. I'm so, sure. I'm sure it doesn't change. So yeah. St. Cecilia, that is the best fish fry fiesta. They Where's do a that at? Mexican twist. That is on uh, Eichelberger. Oh, South City. Yep. Why do, uh, do I need a? Uh, do I need a, a, a fiesta? A little twist a, to a, it. A Latino. Nah, uh, I don't think Latina so. Twist to it. I don't know. Just give me straight up fish. Number two, Epiphany of Our Lord. It's called the best kept secret, and it. I mean, look at this. Look at this spread here. I mean, that looks oh mac and cheese. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, is that fr oh fried scrimps? Yeah, they got some scrimps there. Look, that corn even looks corn good. Corn kernel though, in so. the basket. Yeah. Uh, that's on Smiley Avenue. I don't know where that is. Uh, oh, Clifton Heights is where it says it is. Uh, St. Mary Magdalene, and that's the drive through option. Okay. So that's where you call in and you just swing on through, pick it up and go. Mm -hmm. uh, St. Ferdinand in Florissant. I just mentioned that. That's the people's choice. <laughs> and then it also says they have, St. They have Pius. People's, that's the people's fish fry. St. Pius, it says uh, that is the South City Family Gathering. Is St. Pius still open, or is that one that just closed? Anyway, that it says that is the, uh, it basically is you are in a basement with your family. I love when he gets excited about stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and it says St. Peter, the weekly celebration. It says uh, this Friday is more celebratory than most. Uh, basically, it says, ooh, it says it's got an Asian twist available for you. Oh, ooh, they right. also have theme nights where February 23rd, this is, again, last year, guys, but, but it says the Krabby Cakes. Ooh. Where they serve crab cakes, Mediterranean turn on it. Things that sounds good. That's nice. You know, it's real fun to do in 19 degree weather too. You what, know fish what? Fries? I'm just saying, what a weird week. Like you know, it's like we're 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 well deep into week. Looking one of forward, March. looking forward in the calendar. I think next week's supposed to be in the in the 50s. Oh, mm -hmm. thank goodness. Saturday's 58. What? This Saturday is 58. Rain all day. Forward, but... Like the 10 day forecast, it's going to be in the 50s. I don't see anything. Below forty, I think I heard. Oh, uh, my goodness, who, who's on? Who's on Channel Four? Templeton, Steve Templeton. Yeah, mm -hmm. he had his jacket on, so I wasn't concerned, and I was just listening huh. to him. And he said that this week should be the last week of extreme winter temperatures. We're gonna keep you to that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Steve, if you're wrong, we're what coming for you. I've intentionally not looked just because I don't want to. What do you know. mean you don't? You look? don't look. You gotta look I, I so you know what to do when you leave the house. You gotta see what's on the horizon. No, no, no. I see what what the temperature is at that moment, and I put on a jacket or not. You don't plan ahead? Look at yeah. you. Just well, living your life one second at a time. I think I'm going to wear this on Tuesday. Oh, how about, oh, this weekend, kids, it's going to be in the it's gonna be in the high 50s. Let's plan something. Nah. Uh, I, I guess living I, his life one second at a time. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 one mile at a time. <laughs> that's no. uh, it's, uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like a qu quarter uh, mile, quarter mile at a time. That's right. <laughs> no, all, the, all the weekends I've had plans already for, for months, so everything's been pretty much mm. booked. Yo, Saturday's going to be the happiest day. I don't care if it's 29 below. It's Garth Brooks. Garth day. Brooks Saturday, huh? I mean, you oh, would Lord. care if it was twenty nine below. Come on, I think it's a song of his, isn't He's it? Twenty nine below. <laughs> right? pretty happy. East of Tulsa. <laughs> See, I wonder if he's in town now rehearsing. 
I, this is, this what's is up, the first, guys? Hey. This is the kickoff. Yeah. Like the kickoff of the tour. Yeah. Well, I have a Same bit of an answer for you in uh, a, oh, an upcoming really? episode huh? of Crapon Celebrities. Huh? Garth Garth actually talks to the people of St. Louis. Huh? What? I'm yeah. listening. Are you okay? Uh, Mr. Brooks, I'm here. Relax, man. <laughs> Damn. No. You, this is the most exciting and emotion I've ever... I'm not crashing on anybody. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. It sounds man. like you're Come urinating on, on his parade. Oh, my God. It's going to the I'm going to God. It literally, since I've gotten in you the studio at 5... Marshal my parade? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. At, five, Grand at 5 30 this morning when I got in this, it's been nonstop, Garth. Scott, am I wrong? Nope. You're Thank great. you. Yes, because we were you were talking about your favorite country artist. I was like, have you ever really dug into the Garth Brooks catalog? He's like, have you ever listened to Garth Brooks? I'm like, yes, I've listened to Garth Brooks, but have you really listened to him? I'm like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> Did you hear him or were you listening? <laughs> it's a good week. Been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> Back to uh, Ash Wednesday, real quick. Because that's today. The fish fries are Fridays. Right, Friday fish fries. Mm -hmm. And today. I think, oh, is, I, is I, think, I think a lot of them kick off today. Oh, like really? I didn't know that. Like, it is available today. They open early. I would call. Guys, don't just, just show up to St. Ferdinand and go, where's my fish? I would call. If you're in the Ferdinand uh, Club, you know, if you get the newsletter, <laughs> you get early entry. Uh, so I guess Ash Wednesday is less than 1,000 years old. It's never mentioned in the Bible. But there is a verse in the book of Daniel that, that links fasting to ashes. And some scholars think... This is the origin of this this Lenten practice. And ashes are recycled from last Lent on Palm Sunday, you know, mm -hmm. the Sunday before Easter. Yep. Many churches, you know, they pass out the, the, the palm fronds, like the ones used to welcome Jesus to Jerusalem days before the crucifixion. And some churches save those palms and burn them to make the ashes that are applied to people's foreheads. This is all, guys, this is all. Neat. Mm -hmm. So neat. My dad told me when I was little, because our pa our uh, parish, uh, what's the lead guy called? Pastor, uh, smoked a cigar, and every year he told us that it was just cigar ashes that he was putting on our forehead. I thought they had a crematorium. <laughs> you Catholic? Isn't it priest? Yeah, but the head guy. Like, there's priest, 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 and then there's, there's the head uh, guy's the pastor. Vice they president? call him, no, they call him the, the head muckety-muck. The head yeah. muckety-muck. Some sort of bird. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's uh, pastor, right? The head of the church, or the, I, I believe the so. HPIC, the head pastor in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you clearing that up. Pastor me. is, I mean, I know that was a Baptist thing, and and uh, that's and brother. A, a Protestant thing. Head priest of a church, reverend, high priest, father. Bishops are assisted by pastor, deacons. Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> pastor or a parish priest or pastor. There you go. Now there are, if you're hardcore into this, there are rules. About what you can eat on Ash Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Observers of this holy day should limit themselves to one whole meal plus two smaller meals that, when added up, don't equal a meal they would eat on a normal day. And you should avoid eating meat like you would on uh, on Fridays during Lent. So I guess there you go. It's a fish, Friday, fish fries today. I will never... Until the day I die, I will never forget. So every Wednesday at CBC was was Chicken Patty Wednesday. It was like the day, like that is what they serve. I mean, it was it's like it's like a famous thing. Like on Wednesdays they had chicken patties and they were the best. Even if you brought your lunch every day on Wednesdays, you bought a chicken patty. Then Ash Wednesday comes around and it was straight up anarchy in school because they took away the chicken patties because it was mm. it was it was Ash Wednesday. And I remember people the line would build up. And people would walk out, and they'd heads heads were heads were hung. 
I mean, they, they were not happy. Setting chairs on fire. Now they're doing. <laughs> now they're doing these drive-through ashes. It's the best. Say like what? Like we could just pull up. So funny. And there'd be there'd be a, a, a priest or a pastor. You open up your driver's side window and there you go. I they re- got to stand out in the ashes. cold and do that? I remember. No, listen. I remember the video from last year. It was raining and they put up one of those pop-up tents. And you would pull up next to the pop-up tent and the priest mm-hmm. would be under the tent. And you get the ashes. You say the prayer and there you go. I I could I could see it on the news like it was yesterday. Huh. Yep. So just so you know, if, if uh, you, you know, you see the people with the ashes on the forehead, today's Ash Wednesday. Yeah, and like you said, you're better than that. Don't do the, hey, you got something in your room. You're going to do it, aren't you? No, I will not. Can you door no. dash the ashes? <laughs> it's door, no, but door yesterday ash. I had somebody... Uh, Can you door dash <laughs> ashes? That's great. Because door dash, <laughs> I had somebody uh, door dash my house accidentally. How does that they work? you food? Wow, what a dream. Is this a dream? America. No, they showed, there was a DoorDash driver showed up to my house with food, and they were insistent that it was my house when it wasn't. Hmm. I think it was Chick-fil-A, too. Were you like, mm. this is not mine. I, I, will take I assure your Chick-fil-A. you, thank you, but not mine. I will take your Chick-fil-A, thank you. Y- you know what? I'm just going to throw this away for you. You just might as well hand that <laughs> on over. <laughs> so you just denied it out? Yeah, they were pissed. The driver was? Yeah. And did he repeat the address back to you? Yeah. And it was not your Not my address. <laughs> Are you sure nobody it? gifted it to you? I'm sure. I wasn't even home. Uh, it yeah, was on the it was on the you know, I, I somebody came to the house, came to the door. Yeah. And it was this was through the ring doorbell. Yeah, I was gonna say, like they couldn't like maybe somebody well then they would have to know your address too. Did you tell did it have them a name? Where that address is? Or it was you? my address. Oh, so they did. So he was saying, "I have an order for your address." Right, but was it your name? No, his name I didn't even know. Okay, gotcha. So it wasn't like a a, a house or two down. It was my house. You know what? Because I think I think sometimes you could when you when you put the address, you could geo track yourself. Yeah. No, what Jeff's saying is the name wasn't familiar enough to be like, "Oh, that's not my house. It's the guy three houses up." No, no, somebody I didn't know. They are probably in a completely wrong neighborhood. Then your kids have access to electronics. They were nobody was home. But I'm not saying they were home. I, n- I knew the game? whereabouts of my daughter. <laughs> my son, hmm, he's a little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's not little. <laughs> hey, real quick, Moon. Before we get too uh, distance from uh, Garth Brooks' talk. Mm-hmm. Somebody just hit, hit us up on the social media and wants to know, what are you going to be wearing to Garth Brooks and how country are you going to go? Oh, you know what? I was asked that question. Um, you going to go a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do black jeans with a big yes. belt and a silk shirt tucked into oh, you it. Have a, oh, do you have a big belt buckle? Oh, I got probably 30 of them. You can borrow my license plate. I've won a couple big belt buckles. Like uh, <laughs> I've definitely got the belt buckles and I have the hats. Uh, but you go I, something ten gallon. No. I think I'm gonna go novelty foam. <laughs> <laughs> yep, ten gallon hat. Well, or go Nickelback cowboy hat. Those mm-hmm. are those are good ones too. No, somebody did ask me if I was gonna wear a hat, and um, you know why I won't is because 
A, I, I don't on a normal basis. And even if I did, I don't think I would to a concert like that because I don't want to be the guy that's wearing a hat in front of somebody that may be shorter than me behind yeah, me. I, I don't that's want to be the nice guy. guy. I wouldn't worry about that. That's the night that it's going to happen a lot. I was going to say, I don't think you're going to be alone if you decide not to Not that you wear. should contribute to the problem, but... A cowboy, yeah. yeah Man, remember that one time yeah, I wore I my stovepipe Abe Lincoln hat to that, <laughs> yeah. that show and the guy behind me was pissed. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. That was a gore show, too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, guy behind me. Totally fit in. No, I won't be wearing my hat. It was Lincoln Park. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God bless America, Scott. Scott. You are a national treasure. Get out. As far as jokes that are currently not needed, that was a good one, man. It really was. Yeah, I'm not sure. You got to wear a duster. You got to wear your duster. Should I wear the duster? Of course you should. That duster's like super like European, though. That's not country at all. Hey, Garth is huge in Europe. Probably. (laughs) Horses are European. Assuming. Yeah. You should ride a horse to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got those too. Hey, where's parking? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Are you a cop? No. I haven't thought about it. But I mean, other than the hat, I, and I won't be wearing a hat. I don't. I just don't. I don't. Mm. Wanna, I don't want to take. Me shirt says "Born Country." Soon, sure. yeah. As soon as no, as soon as some guy behind me is shorter than me, then I'm gonna have to wear that. Hold the hat. I don't want to carry the hat mm. around. A lot of that. I got a few of them. A lot of that. Man, I'm so a lot stoked. Of Hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't be here, dudes. I wouldn't be here. The path, I have, well, I you, have, you I dead? have. No, I, I'm saying I, w- I would not be on on the the career path or any of that if it weren't for for his songwriting. So and we have him to blame. That's right. right. So if you could have a conversation with Garth Brooks, oh, oh dude, then the, that, how does how does a conversation open? I'm not sure, and I don't. What's I don't, your, I don't what is your what's your right, opening Scott, line? Scott, bring. Don't him know. In. Don't want to think about okay. it. What do you mean you don't want to think about it? I, that's not how I. That's not I'm how I want to live my life. I, I don't I'm asking want, you. I don't know. I, I'm a legitimately open line. I have it's no. Me, it's just you and Garth. I have no idea. I guarantee you, he will be one of the few people that I will be starstruck from. Can I tell you what not to do? You can do not do what my uncle did. So my uncle, his musical hero was Andy Williams. Okay. Yeah. We had an opportunity. We were in Branson, and we had an opportunity to go backstage and meet Andy Williams. So we go back there, and this is his big song, Moon Moon River, River. and his Christmas song. That's it, and his Christmas song, the most wonderful time of the year, Moon River from Fletch. Um, So we go backstage, and this is the happiest I've ever seen my uncle. I mean, he is damn near giddy. (laughs) And we go back there, and they're like, "Yeah, you you stand there, Andy will come out, he'll introduce yourself. You could talk to him for a few minutes, and then take the picture." Okay, remember, this is Andy Williams. Walks in, walks in, shake his hand, (laughs) hello. Hello, goes down the line, hello, gets to my uncle, goes, hello. My uncle goes, oh, my God, it's an honor to meet you. I named my son Phil after you. <laughs> His middle name is Andrew, <laughs> Philip Andrew. But he goes, I named my son Phil after you. And Andy Williams goes, let's grab a picture. Oh. <laughs> Clearly, uh, you I was like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. I told you so what happened when I met my musical hero for the first time. Did I tell you that story? No. I mean, Maybe. I listen. Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction oh, was right, right, right. at time like my musical god. Like in high school, listening to Jane's Addiction. I mean, it was my that was my band. Had the opportunity to meet the guy, me and him in a room by ourselves. I just started in radio, and I'm going to chalk this up to him having a bad day because the next time we met, and it was in an interview kind of situation. He was very sweet. Hmm. So I said, hey, man, I just want to let you know if it wasn't for music, he goes, what, you'd be dead? 
literally turned and walked away. Isn't that exactly what you just said to me? Yeah, that's why I said it. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait a second. And I, <laughs> and, and I said, uh, no, nah, I just, you know, wouldn't have been into music and kind of doing this radio thing, but boy, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say it like as he was working? No, what I meant was. Yeah, just, oh I was in shock. Gosh. Shock. That sucks. Shock. And that's what happens sometimes when you when you meet your heroes. You get disappointed. I don't have a clue. I don't, I don't have a clue what I'm going to say. But I'm going to gauge everything him in from everything you read about Garth Brooks. He seems awesome. From from you know watching him on video interact with people, he seems like a terrific guy. Yeah, it just depends on. I, I think I'll just go with the flow and depends on how much he interacts with me and how many seconds I feel like this may last. So, so you are meeting him? No, no, I don't know. I don't. Oh, know. and his wife, Trisha, right, Trisha Yearwood. Uh -huh. yeah. She's got a cooking show. Yes, she does. And he he pops in every once in a while, yeah, right? She seems yeah. very nice too. Are you a fan of Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Brooks? I like Trisha before before they were together. I, if I was I to be able around. to already know, unless you already know this, whether she's going to be here and on the tour, would you want to know? What? Like she's not going on the tour with Yeah, she's here. No, he said in the audio that we're going to play later, she ain't going on the tour. Oh, okay. Or maybe she's not performing. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe she just came in, but she's not going to be on stage. Yeah, because I, I think she is open before or something mm. like that. From what, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. From what I understand, she's here. Uh, but if, if if I meet the dude, I mean, I, I the dude kind of provided like a soundtrack for is my Is he here for, for my rehearsing at the Dome? I don't know about that. I would imagine. I would so. assume. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's the it's the kickoff show for this massive tour. I would assume. You know, these really big artists when they do, you know, like Garth Brooks, or you know, I was uh, reading how you two would prepare for a tour. They and ACDC did the same thing. They would rent out stadiums yeah. just for rehearsals, wow. like stadiums that weren't being used. Yeah, you have to, and in probably the same same instance, the same tours, but there's more than one setup too. There's what two or three setups, or maybe two, where they're in one city and then they're already setting up at a whole. Oh whole yeah, that's you two equipment. used to have yeah. two setups, so yep. they would kind of because uh, it takes so long. Leapfrog. Yeah, and it's not just for the band; that's for for the crew and the production and all that. There's a lot of kinks to work out, and uh, I mean, it's a full rehearsal, God, if, not just for music. What if you met him? He was just a, just a douchebag. I don't. I don't and, see it happening either, it does, nor did it, I see it wouldn't what change, happened to me happen. It wouldn't change anything except for the moment. Man, did I think we were going to start talking about music? And <laughs> I thought it was going to be a whole thing. <laughs> I, might, I might end up with a cell phone after this. Yeah, I thought we were going we to kick it after. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to call him Pear. By the end of this, I'm calling him Pear. <laughs> like, we're going to go out to dinner after, you know, chat music, maybe go song by song. I'm sure he wanted to. He just didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm certainly going to offer my. Man, he walked skills. away, turned around, and walked away from me. <laughs> Again, could have been a bad day. Could have been a bad day, but I was disappointed. I was damn near devastated for a couple weeks. Is that because he's your hero, or is that because you expected him? Because I had built this this up, and and as a kid in high school. It goes through your head, man, if I were to ever meet this guy. Oh, yeah. And then you got the opportunity. Dude, and, and thinking about it for a few seconds, even if he was the worst human being to me ever, it wouldn't change anything. You know why? Because he doesn't owe me a thing. Our relationship, me and Garth's relationship has been uh, more than a I'm fair not exchange. He owes me anything. It was just 
personal disappointment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Where I, it didn't, my personally. fantasy didn't come true. You, you asked me a question on what what I would do, and I think a lot of people like go in feeling, and even if they haven't thought it through and 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 decided this, I think they feel that somebody owes them. Like something. Like he was going to make me the godfather of one of his kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, was anybody gonna, like that for you in high we're school? We're going to do you know have holidays together. Mine was mine was John Mellencamp. For a while, for like three years, I was like, I want to meet that guy so bad. He's so badass. He's so cool. He's that, so that, not Rick or uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. And that's so a guy or Rick so Springfield. John Mellencamp <laughs> would be a guy where I would expect to be a douche. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would. Yeah. And, and I think Only I'd be o- almost Coug. okay with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that too. Hey, Johnny Cougar. God, I wanted to meet him. So and bad. another guy on that list Never was did. was uh, the lead singer Tool. Was man, this guy. Would I love to meet this guy? Had a chance to meet him. And I was thinking, man, same thing's going to happen. Same thing's going to happen. Couldn't have been nicer. Hmm. We met two different people, did we not? Again, he could have had a bad day when you right. met him. Absolutely. Or he's just being a dick that day, one of the two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Could have had a bad day. Not, not the same uh, experience there, Jeff? No, not at all. He played a massive joke on me for an entire interview and then laughed about it afterwards. What was that? Well, that's what you it do was the first jokes. tour for uh, Perfect Circle in uh-huh. St. Louis, and I want to say it was on the weekend. I was not working, and I was asked to go interview interview him and his guitar player, bald guy, I Adam? think also. Uh, Billy Howardale. Billy, I always oh, want to call him John for some reason. And, oh, yeah, Perfect Circles. And there was a long, like, eight-foot uh, couch in one of the green rooms at, uh, at the amphitheater, and I had a mic and a dat player, and I was waiting for him. The and, dat player used to be <clears throat> what we used to go backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like backstage to do interviews, it was, it was a, a portable tape recorder. Yeah, and I had to physically take the tape and take it down to the radio station mm-hmm. afterwards, which I did not. And I sat there, and their tour manager, whomever, came in and said, hey, just so you know, uh, Maynard James Keenan, lead singer of Tool, and... Perfect Circle, yes. Uh, and the Billy guy, or whatever his name is, uh, are going to come in, and every time you uh, every time you talk to Billy or uh, Maynard James Keenan, you call him by all three of his names, Maynard James Keenan. If you call him Maynard or Mr. Keenan, he will not respond and he will leave this room immediately. Do you understand? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Okay. Because I'm thinking, Tommy the boss, I don't want to screw this up for him or, you know, whoever was the boss at the time. Yeah. He comes in and they sit at opposite ends of the couch, so fully knowing I had one mic. Uh-huh. And I'm like, so how'd you guys get together? And Maynard James Keenan says, uh, we met at a gay rodeo and they both start laughing. And I was like, so Maynard James Keenan, tell me about this. And so Maynard James Keenan, this and this. And as soon as I hit stop, he starts busting up laughing. I go, what was so funny? That was the worst interview of my career. And he goes, I, know, I was just seeing if you would call me all three names every time. Turn around, walked out. Oh, <laughs> that is awesome. And I applaud that. See, see, and you took that as, wow, I hate this guy. Afterwards, I'd have been like, man, that's cool. Yeah. That's great. That you is got rock me good. Funny, see, that's rock and roll. Move, new band, first time in town, dick move. I have a picture rock of her plant. From Led Zeppelin again. All I'm trying to do is promote your band, and you're a dick. That's not a cool move. And this was taking a picture when you had to go get the pictures developed at a photo mat. So the picture's developed, and it's me and Robert Plant, and Robert Plant has a Sharpie, and he's sniffing the Sharpie in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find this at home. That's one funny. of my photo albums. You think that's a, that's not I a was cool move? super pissed off. Oh, really? No, that's funny. I was super pissed off. And then somebody pointed out, like, hey, dude, that's the coolest picture that's ever. A, that's a yeah. picture that would be in, a, like, a table, uh, a coffee table book it's, of rock it's and roll me, pictures. It's, it's, it's a stand-up picture. His arm, I think, is around me, and the other hand has a Sharpie 
up to his nose, sniffing it. Yeah. Anybody that's can incredible. buy a poster yeah, that's of a, kind of that's cool. Yeah, you can get a poster. Of, now I gotta find that. You can get a that's poster good. of a photograph of him looking like he's passing out while he's singing anywhere and yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But how many can you get with him sniffing a marker yeah. next to you? Oh, you're right. Yeah. I'm seeing that like black and white in a coffee table book. That's Thanks, really guys. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man, feel good, better. Good job. <laughs> what? Somebody said that it wasn't John Cougar Mellencamp that was Jeff's hero in high school. It was John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally met him. All right, today's team member some big of dinner. the day brought to you by Mattress Direct from Ashley, Illinois, which I don't even know where that is. Look up Ashley, Illinois. But that's, where, that's where Jerry McConnell's from. Hey, Jer. Oh, and Jer Bear is our team race <laughs> member of the day. Already on the nicknames. Says he's been listening since the, the beginning and spreads the word about the show. I was evangelist. His partner on his ambulance crew would refuse to listen, and now he's the one that says, hey, turn on that Riz Show podcast. Nice. He can't wait to wear his uh, Riz Show jersey to STLFC matches and uh, when St. Louis gets an MLS team. He was inspired by Patrico's weight loss, and as of this submission, he's gone from a 40 waist to a 34. Nice. That's terrific. Yeah, an hour and a half away, straight shot into Illinois. From That's here. awesome. Well, Jerry McConnell from Ashley, Illinois, is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters. Jeff Burton. The Missouri Department of Conservation has got a great app. Just look it up wherever you get your apps, and it will tell you all of the amazing areas that you can hike, that you can trail run, that you can fish, that you can hunt right here in Missouri. Beautiful places that you are going to love. Why do you want to hike? It's great for you. 20 minutes outside in nature. Gives you great brain energy. I know I love to clear the mental pipes. That's why I love the Missouri Department of Conservation. Check out their new app or go to their website, mdc.mo.gov. The Rizzuto Show. You guys want to go to the mall? I was going to say, it's there. good to see that Gloria Stefan is still doing stuff. I was picturing Don Johnson with, with without socks on and loafers in a convertible driving in, like, South Miami or something. Yeah, tell me you're not having fun. Uh, Come with yeah, the weather. Somebody, uh, just get warmer. Crockett tubs rolling up. Somebody wrote us an email asking where we get kind of our out-of-commercial music from. And uh, kind of, like, generic... Scott and I scoured the internet. Yes. For the greatest of places. They're generic, generic music beds, basically. Yeah, Non-licensed. Yep, and sometimes we cut them up and do different things with them, but uh, sometimes we come across one like this. And this we're is like, terrific. This yeah. is the best. We're using this. I don't care what they say. Let's let this breathe a little bit. A lot of them are like foreign composers, so they'll have like a French name or something like that, you know. Uh, I don't remember about this one, but uh, our favorite part is getting to retitle them and name them. Yeah. Uh, especially knowing that, uh, you know, anybody with like an HD radio is going to have like the little title come across it. And yeah. then Riz, of course, is going to see it on a screen. Uh-huh. And this one, that one was titled Too Many Tiffany's in the 80s. Perfect. <laughs> That's great. Perfect. That's great. Perfect. <laughs> Our phone number, 314-692-5537, 314-6-WALKER. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, we'll get to those in a little bit. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. I think Tony found this list. This is terrific. I love this. These are heroes from movies, but they're actually the villains. And the reasons why. And I'll go over a couple of these. If you have a link to this article, let's, uh, let's, let's post that. So, for example, like Grandpa Joe... 
from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We all know Grandpa Joe. Yep. There are a number of reasons why Grandpa Joe is the villain, but the most prominent are that he has money to buy tobacco while everyone else eats cabbage soup. But that's not even paid for with his own money. For all intents and purposes, Grandpa Joe's been lying in bed for 20 years, never lifting a finger. He's got enough energy to criticize but not give anyone a hand. Hmm. And yet once Charlie gets that golden ticket, look who's suddenly uh, dancing and singing. <laughs> Unreal. And then while he's at the factory, he makes misogynistic comments about the girls. He's also kind of racist. He's not anybody's sweet old grandpa. He's a tool. <laughs> not to mention with the fizzy lifting drink. Who's the one that kind of go to Charlie into drinking that stuff and almost got him killed? Mm -hmm. Grandpa Joe. <laughs> what a snake. How about uh, Ferris Bueller from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? While he might seem like the hero to everyone, or at least in the school, he's a truant little bully. He gets his principal in trouble, whose literal job is to ensure that, that, that the kids are in class. Mm -hmm. He's an awful friend to Cameron, who ruins his dad's car. I don't even think he's all that nice to Sloan. Dude needs to accept responsibility and be a grown-up. You're going to college. <laughs> Get it together. Get it together. Okay, Old Rose from Titanic. Now, I never saw Titanic, so. Old Rose. Old Rose is the gal. She goes back on the boat. Yeah, and no, I'm just trying to figure out who or, like, why she's a villain. Okay, well. Why? Because... I'll tell you. And see are if you agree you, with this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you what kidding me? Say. How's that? Besides the poetry of that, you know, fastball she throws, what a jerk. Despite what James Cameron says, there was a way for Jack and Rose to fit on that door. But she didn't even let him try. Because she's a selfish, a selfish and spoiled person. There's a lot to be said about how she was uh, treated by her mom and Cal and the role of women in society at the time. And I'm, I'm certainly not defending the misogyny of the era, but she's a liar. She promised to marry Cal, then cheats on her fiancé, not Cole. But then it's old Rose who really makes her character unsympathetic. She hoards a $250 million necklace and never shares it with her family, despite the fact that it was Cal that gave it to her. She could have ensured her family lived debt-free or donated it to a museum or even gave it to the salvage crew for, for future expedition funding. But instead, she threw it away. Bitch. Hmm. Is that, was that your reasoning, too? As soon as she... Yeah, the door thing is... <laughs> it starts it off with a bang. <laughs> it, <laughs> she's just out there like, it's cold up here. That's why Bill Burr says that movie's a horror film for men. <laughs> How about Maverick from Top Gun? Here's why he's the villain. Frankly, Maverick is not a good member of the U.S. Air Force. <laughs> he doesn't listen to authority. He's a very unsafe pilot. He wrestles with his daddy issues. In reality, somebody like him would, would have been court-martialed and drummed out of the military a long time ago. And probably charged with a, with a couple infractions. His attitude makes Iceman look like the sanest one of the bunch, and that's scary. When you watch it as an adult, you do kind of see, like, wait a second, that guy's just, he's just following the rules, and he's pretty good at what he's doing. Iceman? Iceman, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's based on Randall Cunningham, and that guy ended up getting arrested as a senator in California. Oh, what, Top Gun is based on, yeah. on somebody's real story? Yeah. Get out of here, for real? Yeah. Top Gun is, <laughs> I, I missed the, the credit where it says yeah. based on a true no, story. No, it's, it's influenced by him because he's a flying ace and he was crazy. Go back to the oiled up topless volleyball scene. Jeff wants to know more about yeah. that. Okay. Is that real? <laughs> <I'm> real. <laughs> playing, playing with the boys playing in the background from Kenny Loggins. <laughs> what kind of oil did they use? Uh, we've talked about this before. Daniel Hillard from Mrs. Doubtfire. 
Is this a heartwarming and funny film, uh, you know, funny family film or a dark movie about a deranged stalker? Think about Mrs. Doubtfire. It's hard to tell. We root for Danley because he wants to spend time with his kids and reconcile with his wife. But there's a good reason that the judge denied his request. He's unreliable, and there's uh, a mention of some sort of substance abuse problem. However, wholesome his intentions, he breaks the law trying to sneakily see his kids, almost kills Stu, <laughs> and is a general douchebag to everyone else. Pretty much. He sort of gets what he deserves in the end, but at least he knows it and tries to make it better by being honest and acting like a grown-up. But yeah. the Pierce Brosnan character of Stu is like the nice guy. Yeah, he came into a ready-made family and propped him up, took him on vacation. Happy survived Gilmore. A, survived a drive-by fruiting. Happy Gilmore from Happy Gilmore is really the villain of the movie. Sure, Adam Sandler's funny, trying to save his grandmother's house from the bank, but he's also an angry man-child. He's got serious anger issues. He picks a fight with Bob Barker, <laughs> takes out his mentor, and is a creepo to his old girlfriend. We can't really discount all the stupid things he does just because he's Happy Gilmore. All right, one more. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne from the Dark Knight trilogy. Actually, the villain. And they say this one's pretty obvious, but... I guess you could look on the internet and see people, you know, talking about it. So, so why ignore it? Uh, Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. Given everything that Wayne Enterprise does, he's not going to stop being one anytime soon. So instead of spending money on, you know, dressing up like a bat, he probably could, I don't know, spend his billions fixing up the city. <laughs> All those windows he breaks every time he fights somebody. He could definitely affect more change with his wallet than with his super gadgets and uh, karate chops. <laughs> Super gadgets and karate chops. <laughs> By the way, we get it. Maverick was in the Navy. The list here, I just looked at the website that I got the list from. It says Air Force, but he was in the Navy. Uh, my we apologies. It. We got it. My apologies. I get it. Sorry. <laughs> I was just reading. Fan. Just yeah. reading. Sorry. It's just from the Sorry. list. Sorry. Just from the list. Sorry. Apparently, Top Gun was based on a lot of different things and people. I mean, on this list, there's Peter Pan. There's Glenda the Good Witch. There's... Uh, uh, Tony Stark from Iron Man, Dumbledore from the Harry Potter series. I, li I like the uh, the one from Wizard of Oz, Glenda the Good Witch. Let me see what they say here. Oh, we were all duped as kids. <laughs> we thought that the Wicked Witch of the West was the worst possible character in film when, when all she was was a girl who wanted her shoes back. <laughs> it's the Good Witch Glenda who causes all the trouble. When the house lands on the Wicked Witch of the uh, Wicked Witch of the East, Glinda denies the West's request for the ruby slippers and gives them to Dorothy. Then she manipulates the events behind the scenes to get Dorothy to Oz, meet the rest of the crew, expose the wizard, then finally take down the Wicked Witch. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and she didn't even need to get any dust on her sparkly pink dress. She plays everybody for a fool. She does. What a bitch. <laughs> oh, Glenda, how could you? Duped us all. So listen, going to the dentist, not everybody's favorite thing. For me, it was a huge fear until I met the staff over at Foley Dental Group. Absolutely amazing people over there. That's who's doing Riz's Invisalign. Uh, that's who did all the work on my mouth. And listen, as a guy that had a fear of the dentist, to drive from Wentzville to Maryville, Illinois, because they're that good, Foley Dental Group, that says enough right there. They have the most exceptional staff, and they do cookies when you're done, massage chairs while you're getting work done, Netflix in every chair. It feels like a spa more than it does a dentist office. They're amazing. Find them online, FoleyDentalGroup.com. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. 
All right, welcome back. It's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Uh, R. Kelly sat down with Gail King. First interview since he was uh, hit with those new charges of having sex with underage, underage girls, arrested, uh, bounced out. It's going to air on CBS uh, this morning and today and tomorrow. And now he didn't get into specifics about current accusations. Kelly does deny the underage girl thing, but he never, if you listen to this, he never says, no, I never did it, but he is denying it. All right, R. Kelly. Yeah. Here it comes. They are still talking about you with underage girls. Do you still sit here and say you have never been with underage girls? Can you really say that? People are going back to my past. Okay. That's exactly. Okay. I, put me in the situation. I know exactly what you're going to say. Hey, Riz, have you ever had sex with an underage You, you know, maybe you asked the question wrong. Tony, ask, ask me the question. Riz. Uh-huh. Have you ever had sex with an underage girl? No. Wow. That's kind of a direct answer. Come on. Isn't it? Yeah. Exactly what they're doing. They're going back to the past and they're trying to add all of this stuff now to that to make all of the stuff that's going on now feels real to people. But the Get past the is relevant with you with underage girls. Absolutely no, it's not. Why? Because for one, I beat my case. When you beat something, you, you beat it. You were quick. We can't double jeopardy me like that. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. It's not mm-hmm. fair to nobody. When you beat your case, you beat your case. You beat one case. Thing is, he didn't say I didn't do it. He said I beat the case. OJ also beat the case. Ah. Oh. Man, there's another. Am I right, guys? Am yeah. I right? Yeah, you're right. Am you're I right. right. Yeah. Am I right? Moon, is he right? He's right. Okay, you're right, Riz. You. Uh-huh. There's another in there if you want to uh, play it. He gets super, super emotional. Like, he starts yelling and screaming. The video's up on the blog. He stands up and starts yelling and screaming, pointing at cameras and stuff. It's crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. That, Why would I? Well, I'm, I'm, How stupid would never it be held for anybody? R. Kelly? With all I've been through in my way, way past, to hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said, what? How stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you were holding. That's stupid, guys. I didn't. Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your. How stupid would it be for me? R. Kelly. He never says, no, I don't. He keeps saying, why would I do that? I don't need to do that. It would be stupid if I did I'll that. I'll tell you why you would do that, because you're sick. Right. He's he's basing his belief on that nobody would believe that somebody would do that. That's what he's basing everything on. He Jeff, never once says no. Do you have sex with underage girls? No. Pretty clear. All he needs to do is, well, I mean, there's a bunch of things that he needs to do, but <laughs> one thing he needs to do is stop talking. Just stop talking. Like, yeah. don't do these interviews. Because th- does this make him look good? Oh, man, I, does this change your I opinion on him? Why are, do it? Yeah, because they're narcissists. That's why. I guess he thought he'd come out looking better, but he, he sure doesn't. So that's supposed to air today and tomorrow. Uh, first installment of HBO's Leaving Never Neverland. Uh, that documentary, obviously, brought in the network's third largest documentary audience in a decade this past week. So, uh, so part one, the four-hour documentary, averaged 1.29 million viewers so far. I watched first about era. 35 to 40 minutes of it last night Le- until, the ki- yeah. until the kids walked in the room. A little bit less than I did. Yeah, about the same. Oh, my God. 
Told you. And it's and it oh, is. Oh my god. You probably turned it off right around the very descriptive stuff. Oh, they were getting very descriptive. Yeah. Very. And the mother of uh, the Jimmy uh, Safe Truck. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is wrong with you? You, she something. She says something to the lines of like, "Oh, it was a fairy tale." Yep. And you know, we stayed in the guest house because I love that room. I guess when he was around when they when Michael first bought Neverland. Yeah, that he he literally was like one of the first people he ever brought to Neverland. And she's like, well, "I love this guest room. It was so nice." And I was living a fairy tale. Meanwhile, your kid is being raped. Did you get to the Grand Canyon part yet? That it, it was it was right around that time when they the, the family literally left the oh, kid there when they went part. to the Grand Canyon. I didn't see that part. Yeah, insane. It's absolutely insane. And then and later on, and you'll you'll get to this part soon. But like, she just looks at the camera at one point and she goes, "Looking back at it, I guess you could say that." And this has been on the trailers and everything, so I'm not like spoiling anything. She goes, "Looking back at it, I guess you could say that I really effed up." Oh my god! And the way she was she was talking about it. Think about that happening to your child, and then you kind of somebody reminding you. Of a, of a time in your child's life when they were sexually assaulted by yeah. an adult. Mm-hmm. The fire that would burn inside of you and the rage that would come out would be the incredible. The way she's speaking about it, it's just so like it was, you know, a magical time. Oh, and at one point I think she said, oh. at one point I think she said she was like, Michael treated Jimmy like his best friend and Jimmy loved every moment of it. Mm. I'm like, this is the man who molested your son, allegedly. This is the man that did that. And you're going to sit there and go, he treated him so well. Like a best friend. I have a best friend. I've never done those things with my well, they best were showing, friend. They were showing some footage of, I guess, when Michael Jackson was on tour. I think it was, I forget what tour it was, the bad tour or whatever. And he's coming out of hotels. Mm-hmm. And this kid is, is with him. With him, yeah. The kid runs out first of like the limo. And, and nobody's screaming then? No. Isn't that amazing that he was just always with a kid or this kid was always with him? If that happened today, everybody would be like, what, what's going on here? What's going on here? Was, what's going on here? The kid was always with him and dressed like him too. Yeah. And then he described... I guess they were at a zoo, and uh, Michael told the mother, hey, why doesn't Jimmy hold my hand more? Yeah. And talking about, like, they would walk, and, and Jimmy would say that that Michael would take his finger and kind of rub his palm. Yeah, and tickle his palm. Tickle his palm while they were holding hands. Jeez. And that was to signify, you know, Michael was thinking about me sexually. Yeah. Jeez. And, and there was footage of them, of Michael Jackson and a little kid. Yeah. Hand in hand, walking walking in the zoo. I mean, you got to be kidding me. How about the fact that, and I don't know if you noticed this or not, and I, again, I've only gotten through about an hour of it. I know that's a two-part series, but uh, no dads are talking during this whole thing because I'm sure the dads would not be as great on camera as the moms are. Uh, one of the dads killed himself. Okay. Well, there's one reason why he did not yeah, talk. He's not I available. think uh, Wade Robson's dad committed okay. suicide. And I'm, something happened with the other dad. That's why... Did the, did the dad that committed suicide have something to do with this, do you know? Like, he he, he was distraught over... No, no there were some What's the Jimmy's kid's name? Safe Chuck. Safe Chuck. Safe Chuck. And there were some other outstanding issues. Wow. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, in, at least in Montreal, and I don't know if this has happened in other places, but uh, three major Montreal radio stations have stopped playing Michael Jackson songs. And this wasn't necess- it was their decision, but their audience said, hey, we don't want this anymore. We're going to stop listening. Uh, so that company owns 23 radio stations, and they said they'll probably do that with all of their radio stations eventually. No more Michael Jackson. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking. I, it doesn't say anything yet. I'm trying to find out what happened to his dad. I wonder, if it, was about ar- his mom. I wonder if it was around the time the trial was happening and he was testifying. 
the son was testifying. Look up Wade Wade Robson's dad. That popped up. I don't know about the other dad. Boy, it is it is. Man, it's it's heavy. I don't know, man. You know what Ooh, it was? I didn't man. I didn't seek it out. I was flipping around and I go, it's on. Mm. Wow. What? Wade Robson said that his father hanged himself when his family left him to join Michael Jackson in LA. This is when he was a little kid. Wow. His family said, we're leaving Australia. We are going to LA. We are going to stay with Michael Jackson. And his father said, you got to be kidding me with this. I'm not going. And they went and he killed himself. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It says it says his father hung himself hours after the final family member left and moved to LA with him. Oh, oh my God. God. Jeff, something positive. Let's, uh, let's spin this the other way. All right. Well, skip that story then. Oh, let's skip that story then. Oh, skip like, that story so then. Let's cleanse the palate. <laughs> Good God, let's talk man. about Kate Beckinsale. What oh, do you think? I love yeah. Kate Beckinsale. It's not going to be a, a positive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come She's on, currently man. hanging with Pete Davidson, making out at NBA games or hockey no, games hockey or whatever it was. Yeah. Why they? Why do they do that? For the headlines. Because when it's, it's love, it, but do they need that? That just Kate Beckinsale. Everyone need that? needs it in Hollywood. It, it, she's got a show she's promoting, which, by the way, is fantastic. Just finished it last night. I promoted. She doesn't her, need to do that. A, a Honestly, recent film of hers. Her, yes, to you. I do. Hollywood. Her doing that takes her down a level in my book. Like making and, out with your boyfriend at a Ranger game. It's and, not It's not about going up or down. It's about keeping the name out there. That's how Hollywood works, man. I don't like it. Should they have waited like to, like in it. between whistles? Maybe like. they should have waited in between Wait whistles. Wait for the whistle. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so TMZ caught up with an ex-boyfriend. His guy's name is Matt. Keep in mind, he's now 23, and they were 21 when they, uh, he was 21 when he dated Kate for about a year. He's also a stand-up comic. Picture him very bro-looking. I don't know if you saw him Well, she likes him young, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. she do. So uh, the TMZ asked about the relationship and any advice he would have for Pete Davidson. We uh, we dated for a year, okay. and uh, it was um, complicated, oh, for sure. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, but uh, she's moved on, and I'm happy. I'm hoping... Sir, your bus is here. <laughs> I'm hoping that they both found or are getting out of it whatever they want to get out of it. What advice do you have for Pete? Uh, advice for Pete? Yeah, well, what advice would you give to make it last? Run. Really? Yeah, enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wish them both the best, but hope they're happy. I don't really have any no, you don't. advice. Just you be said careful. Run. Yeah. Run. No, oh, I wish them the best. And no, you it, don't. To, to make it even worse for this guy, he's a stand up comic. He was standing outside of a comedy club of some sort, and he said that's where he met both of them in the past. And the dude has got his little sister's shirt on. I thought <laughs> okay, it was supposed to be a, sle- uh, a sleeveless shirt, but I think it's sleeves that are so small they're up here. <laughs> Honestly, God. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely wearing a shmee. How old is she? Hey, good for She's him, 41, 42, She's 43. 43. Now. 43 or 45, somewhere around. So you would be too old for her. I know. <laughs> Man, I know. That's what she told me. Uh, South Park co creator Trey Parker, worth $500 million, oh. has filed for divorce from his wife, Boogie, after five years he's of marriage. He's 500 mil. I believe That's it. what the internet said, so I'm sure that's true. I believe it. Uh, he is 49. He says it's irreconcilable differences. Uh, list the couple separation date is uh, February, and they worked together for five years. They got a five-year-old daughter. He is asking for joint legal and physical custody, and he says he wants to terminate any spousal support because he got a prenup. 
So he's hoping to hang on to at least some of that uh, some of that fortune. Uh, hey, a billion is a billion, but last summer Forbes got a lot of heat when they said that Kylie Jenner was poised to be uh, to become the long, uh, youngest self-made billionaire in history. Remember well, when we talked about this? Self-made in quotes, right. and it literally is. <laughs> as I well. mean, when you start off with a lot of money, is that really? I didn't know this because I don't watch, but she started off on on the family's reality show at age ten. So she's had the ramp up, as you're alluding to, and then she put out, uh, you know, the product line, the uh, the lip kits and all that kind of stuff. And she is now officially worth one billion dollars, and she is the youngest person at age 21 to become a billionaire. She did it two years earlier than who? Zucks. Nope, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. You got. Sometimes it's, it's biting and sometimes it's... I knew he was going to do it. You yeah. did not. I knew he was going to do it. I was only going to do it if you did the nickname, and you did, so... Uh, yeah, self-made is... Yeah. In quote. Hey, good for her. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith uh, uh, is supposed to be, might star in a movie called King Richard. It's about the dad of Venus and Serena Williams, the tennis players. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like the idea. Why? Is he not a good enough actor? Does he not look like him? Do they not think he could pull off the role? No, they're saying that he is not black enough. He's too light-skinned. One person called it colorism. Colorism matters. Get the f- what, wait, what? Who? What movie is this again? Uh, a movie about Venus Serena and, Williams. And Serena Williams. Okay. And he's supposedly going to play Serena Williams, but he's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's right or not. Hold on a second. No, he's supposed to play the dad. And people are saying he's not black enough because if you remember the dad, he was pretty dark skinned. And, and are you last saying... time we saw Will Smith, he was too blue skinned. If you remember. Yes. Uh, yes. Are you saying that this is too, this is he's not black enough? Yeah. But are you saying this is bad move on on? This the... is ridiculous. You're not black enough to play a black guy. Yeah, but I mean, we always say like you get the person that looks the most like the role to play the role. Sometimes they're not even saying that. They're just saying he's not black enough. Yeah. And keep in mind, according to the article, Will Smith is black, and his mom and dad both black. Yeah. Mom Do you need is, a color wheel to, when you, during auditions? Yeah, uh, there's 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 two sides to this. I see what Patrico's saying. Like, if you really want somebody that looks like the guy, like like, like okay, I think this is a ridiculous example. Um, this this you know this uh, this real life guy and Will Smith playing playing him as a character. Um, because it's not as dramatic as this, but let's say there's a famous, famous guy and he's famous for being blonde-headed and they're trying to cast me and people are bummed because I'm not going to wear a blonde wig. Listen, Moon can't star in the Carrot Top movie. Right, that, that, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. D- uh, uh, Christian Bale just played Dick Cheney. Heavily made up. In that Vice movie. Okay, so if they're going to heavily make him up, then that's fine. But then there's going to be controversy about how they're saying, oh, well, he wasn't black enough, so they made him well, darker. you know what? They right, could have yeah. gotten a bald guy to do Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. It's baldism. Yeah, I mean, Could have yeah, got an over, you know, could have got Richard an over. Bale's never been guy. in politics. He's never been in politics. Could have got a real politician to do it. Yeah, we've gone overboard. I see, I see all of it. This is it's, crazy. It's you know absurd. what it is? Just let first them off, be. First off, Will Smith is a great actor. He's a name, mm-hmm. which will get people in the seats. Secondly, he's producing the movie. So he could do whatever he wants. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. But if I am an if I am a casting director and Will Smith is not attached to this project, and I'm looking to cast the father of Venus and Serena Williams, I'm not looking at Will Smith. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but what we're saying is it's not the casting directors that are bitching here; it's people that are bitching, yeah, and everybody just needs to shut up no until reason. the film is made. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Right. Oh, I this agree is with no that. No reason for bitching. All right, all right. Positivity. Yeah, yeah. Please. April fourteenth. Oh my goodness! I'm so excited. April 14th. Come on, man. Game of Thrones. 
It's coming. Yeah, I well, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. Yeah. I, well, I uh, yeah. know, but I, I'm not there yet. I'm not. I'm. I'm trying to avoid. Oh, don't watch this. I'm trying to avoid the trailer. Do you want to turn your headphones down? Or... I know death. <laughs> He's got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. Not erect is ours to go to, isn't it? <laughs> That's it, right there. Not erect and then fade down every time. It's gonna be so good, so good. But do, I, I encourage you, do not watch that trailer. I'm not going to. I'm trying not to. Trailers on the blog, so don't go there today. Certainly sir. spoilers. You want to keep the positivity going? Sure. Garth Brooks, new tour, shaping up quite nicely. Twenty minute plus. Facebook video titled Let's Get This Tour Started. Mr. Brooks talked about that first stop right here in St. Louis. Right here is uh, Gareth Brooks. Just to let everybody know what's going to happen in St. Louis. No opening act. People go, why no opening act? Because this is the first show. So what we got to do, I don't know if you guys saw, if you guys saw the opening, you see that rehearsals have been going, going, going. Rehearsals still continue to go. Uh, they're going to be loading in probably um, tomorrow, start tomorrow in St. Louis. So we'll- That'd be today. Ooh. Be in and out there too, rehearsing, getting ready. So it's a, uh, it's going to be pretty uh, monumental, pretty eventful. We're going to try and pull out all the stops on this one. So no opener. You know why there's no opener? Because the man has released 22 records and sold 150 million copies. I don't want anything else but him. That's I like it. the evenings with, an evening with Garth. I would have. Does, does he have? Have you never seen him before? You have. No, no. Okay. I, I don't. Does he do like uh, like huge stage production with a lot of pyro and <laughs> oh, flying yeah. out and, and into the crowd he's and things doing, like that? He's been doing amazing production since the '80s. That's the pyro guy. It, I don't know about pyro. I'm sure. I'm I sure remember there's lots of things. I feel like I've seen it with pyro on TV or on the internet. Maybe did Garth Brooks uh, Central Park? Is that the famous one with Thunder Rolls with the rain? <sighs> it was raining. Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Oh, you're not getting sick again, are you? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I can't get sick. My immune system is 150% around. I know. Jeff's wife has the flu. Oh, so. my God. Oh, for it's real? Ridiculous. Yeah, for she's real. got 17 different scripts in her right now. Jeff's a carrier. You oh. get out. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> uh, okay, couple, two more music things here. Uh, this should not work as well as it does, but a guy on YouTube, and you know the guy, uh, mashed up Enter Sandman by Metallica in the... Not mashed it up. Did it in the style of... David Bowie. That guy with the long the guy hair. With the long Ten hair. second songs. Yes. Ten second That's songs. Him. Check this out. This and it works really well. I, I got into a vortex of watching his his videos. This guy is so talented.
plays on instruments too, right? Yeah, I think he's got a band as well. Yeah, and the, the intro to that when he talks about he, he gives the names of the guys he brought in for this. But I usually like does. that stuff that he does. I'm not a fan of that. You don't like that one? That one oh, I'm like not that. a fan of. I like when he does like, hey, here's here's uh, Toxicity by System of a Down in 10 different styles. Oh, I like that. Like, I like those stuff. That one I'm just not a fan of. I, I don't know what it was. So critique this one because everybody else has, and they uh, people are calling it, uh, it may be the worst song they've ever put out. This is a new Fo- Florida Georgia Line song. Album should have been called I Ain't Country with songs like this. This I feel physically ill. Somebody said, "If they ever release it as a single, I will personally drive over to their where they live and slap them repeatedly." This is the band that did the song with Nelly years ago, right? I, Check out this song. I am a I am a country music fan. Yep. I am a new country music fan. This song sucks. It's called Swerve. This is it, one of the worst hot like pieces it's a, of garbage. It feels like they took a bunch of music and a bunch of sounds and music sounds and threw them on a bowl and, and did know, this and then put it out. And, and I haven't heard the song, but you know you've made it when people are so passionate when you put out a song either way. Yeah. That a song they don't like, they have to immediately take the internet. This is it. Bummed this me is out. The, this is the this is the country Nickelback, but this song sucks. All right, here's a Florida Georgia line. You got my world tipping head, spinning, doing what you do. Yeah, you're making me swerve. Hey, now, what's your name? You must get it from your mama. Does your daddy let you play with all them curves? Hold on, get where you learned it last. Yeah, I'm to step up to you with that booty and them pants. Where you rolling in that body, feel like I'm body. And I know I'm about to lose control. That actually sounds better. Uh, I guarantee you I'll be playing that songs when I DJ I at a bar. I don't know or, if that's good or bad. That's not my type of music. It's not great. Not it's it's really it. not great. Not a fan of it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with their catalog. Dude, it's not. It is, so. It's not great. It's really not great. I like my great. remix better, though. <laughs> I think it was a cow in there at one point that was uh-huh. Perfect. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Why did that call just sound like you said blood, by the way? Blood. Crabby <laughs> uh, birthdays. Tyler, the creator, is 28. Bubba Sparks is 42. Shaq is 47. Uh, D.L. Hughley is 56. Tom Arnold is 60. Kiki D. She is 72. Oh, with the Elton John. Yep. Elton John and Kiki D. Don't go breaking my heart. Rob Reiner, 72. And today's Burton birthday of the day. I guess you could say that he is the main villain of the Karate Kid. Maybe. Possibly. He played uh, Cobra Kai instructor John Kreese. Then he actually is still playing Kreese in the Cobra Kai series on YouTube. Martin. Martin. Scorsese. No. Truex. Short. Martin. Cove. Cove. Is 73 years ago. Early 70s, right? 73. Yeah, you got it, Jeff. That's a great guess. Did you watch Cobra Kai yet? No. Oh, I need to. Don't you have to have the uh, subscription? Yeah, what, what I did was I signed up. Yeah, you signed I, up and for, I, and you get it for a month for free, and then you you deactivate your account. And you yeah. know what's going to happen is season two, his wife is going to sign up for it. Uh, yes. uh, oh my god, it's so good. That's what I hear. Really, I hear it's uh, really really excellent. good. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Tammy Monroe. Today's birthday girl, she's got a sister who's been just as much as a dirty, filthy little girl that she has. And they've both proven it, but Tammy's proven it more in 132 fine films, including Amazing Tales, Volume 4, 
Crumb de la Face Volume 26, Home Cooked Whores, Father of the Babe, The Frat Girls of Double Double D, The Good, The Bad, and The Snuggly, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Help, I'm Struggling and I Can't Get Out. <laughs> Tammy Monroe, 49 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Oh, Pam on Twitter said, uh, oh, she posted a picture of Garth Brooks playing in a ring of fire. So, yes, there. You see this? Look on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I see that. Is that the a ring uh, of fire. That might be uh, the video for uh, Standing Outside the Fire. It looks like a live concert. Standing Outside the Fire. Fire. Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. All the games, all the time. But, you know, let's focus on Blues hockey. They are making such a run for the playoffs. Will they make it? I don't know. But you should be at Hot Shots to find out. Because you could bring your friends over to your house. You know, your gross, disgusting friends that your significant other does not like. And then you got to clean up, and then you got to explain how disgusting they are and why you still like them. Or you could go to Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, all the games, all the time, and amazing food, both old and new. Try the new Hangover Burger. Let me know how you like it. Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, all the games, all the time. Somebody said they saw Garth Brooks and he doesn't use pyro. I've seen him twice. It's amazing. Although some people say he does. I don't know. I'm sure it's different every time. That's the beauty of it. That's right. Is this how we do uh, most of our communicating now? Social media. Yeah. Yeah, somebody just drops you a Facebook message. I know my kids uh, call their grandparents with Facebook Messenger. They have like the kids' Facebook Messenger. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how my uh, my kid my kids talk to their great grandma in Tulsa. So it's, she it's doesn't have crazy. an iPhone. We have an iPhone. She does the Facebook video messaging there. True story. So my son was uh, was trying to call his grandmother yesterday, and I gave him the phone number, and he picked up the phone. He goes, "Dad, it's not working." The phone. I said, "It's no dial tone." He goes, "What's that?" So we need to talk. <laughs> Let me teach you how to use a phone. But yeah, I mean, listen, YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. Per- perfectly proficient at. Oh, yeah. It works. As an adult, you try to play Minecraft. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Let me show you how to play it. Yeah. Come well, on, so let me show let me let me show you how to dial a phone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I run into those moments all the time when my daughter, you know, she's playing with her tablet and she says, hey, help me with this game. I'm like, hold on, I got to read about it. And she goes, dad, you got to take this and put this here and do that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know, somebody came up with a, with a set of rules for communication in the digital age that we should all start following and, and see how many you agree with, okay? These are rules for communicating in the digital age. Number one is don't randomly FaceTime people. Oh my God, If yeah. you want a video chat, Shoot him a text first. Completely agree. 100% agree with that. Our barber, mine and Moon's barber, uh, said that there was a person with a name, a, a a known name, who would not text or call him. He would only FaceTime him. And he said it would be like Saturday morning at 8 in the, eight a.m. And he would get a FaceTime and he would look and it would be this guy. And he answered, he'd go, hello? And he's like, hey, man, what's going on? Are you free today? I have my, one of my wife, one of my wife's friends, uh... Kind of, you know, friendly friendly with her husband a little bit. And he had to talk to me about something, and he FaceTimed me instead huh? of calling or texting. Hmm. I denied the call. Did you really? Yeah. 
Did you just be uncomfortable or what? Did you not look good? Was your hair a mess? I just, I, just this is a, this is a <laughs> voice only conversation. Or, or you don't need to see only. me, pal. We don't need to. We don't need to see face to face for this. You know what I look like. Just imagine it while we're talking. Uh, one word texts like K and LOL are conversation killers. You got it. Don't respond with one word replies unless you don't want to talk to anyone. I agree with that. See, like my my dad and my mom. And and some of my dad's friends that I text with that like we play softball together, they send K, but they don't know better. So K, I let it go. K yeah. is the most dismissive thing you could do. You yeah. could send to someone. Unless it's an older person and they don't know better. Like my dad's buddy Ken. I'll be like, hey man, I'll be at the game on Friday. Excited to see you. And he'll go, K. I'm like, okay, all right. But I but I understand it. Now, if my wife or one of you guys would send me a K, I'd be like, What's wrong yeah, with them? Yeah. What the hell? What the hell did I do? Yeah. If someone you know posts on, uh, or I'm sorry, if somebody you know comments on a photo or video you posted, you should respond. Not necessarily a written response. A like or a love is okay. I'm not sure about that one. Thoughts? Mm, why not? A like or a love for, it takes for, a second. If if someone you know comments on a photo or video you posted, you should respond. Oh, okay. I got not it. necessarily a written no. response. A like or a love is okay. You no. don't agree with that one? No. Okay. Because I mean. Especially like with us, if like we post a picture, you know, some of my like weight loss photos, like my before and after, have like twenty eight hundred likes. I'm gonna go back and like, 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 like. I think everybody like, I appreciate the likes. I, I love them. I don't have to acknowledge every single one of them. You know what I mean? Do you love the likes or do you like the loves? Which one? I both, man. I love the this love one and I like the likes. With. I don't agree with this one. Don't switch to a different form of communication. Meaning, if somebody emails you, respond via email. Don't text. And if they text, don't email. I don't agree with that one because sometimes if I'm in a text conversation, I'll call them and I'll go, this yep. is easier. Yeah. Yep. I agree That's with different. that. I think they're talking about like, hey, if they're DMing you on Instagram or something, don't just text them. I think that's I, what they're talking about. I think that's what they're... I, what I thought was is so Promo Matthew sends me an email right. and says, hey, are you available that's to do this I'm event thinking. yesterday? And then I text him and I say, yes, I'm available. Because now, what, available to what? I, what the hell did we just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that... That's and, what it is. Then, that and uh, for posterity, they don't have it like in a chain. Mm -hmm. That's do you get what we're saying? Yeah. I don't think to call... I think if I don't think it applies to the if we're texting and you call me, that's something totally different. Okay. And that's that's acceptable. Uh don't like your own posts. It makes you look desperate Silly. to get the number up. Mm. Don't ask for likes or comments or shares again, lame. See, sometimes in the 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 liking your own post thing, I think that's an old way of looking at that because people that know like how the algorithms work know that that's an important thing sometimes. It's not about, it's not it's not about getting the number up. Like liking your own post or 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 being in, involved in it, that's like the algorithm goes and in, it comes into play when you're when you're doing that kind of stuff. Nobody really thinks that way, though. I disagree. What? It doesn't matter. What do I know? John, uh, no, you may think that way. No, that's how the algorithms work. Who? He's saying he he's saying that it looks better to have if a hundred people like your post and you like your own post to make it one hundred and one. That looks better according to the algorithm than mm. if it had a hundred posts. No, so I'm not even talking about the numbers. The numbers don't matter. I'm saying um, it's so p people that uh, I frequently like or something like that. There, there's an algorithm that's going to have them see more things that I like. You see what I'm saying? There's 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 a big circle in it. So yeah, but I'm your liking, own posts, you liking your own posts, liking your own stuff. That's, no, that's that, no, it has nothing to do with liking your own stuff. You want <laughs> we your get stuff, it. You like your own posts. No, no, you want your stuff to be seen by as many people as possible. And when they got rid of the chronological order, that's when liking your own stuff was a little douchey. Lame.
But now it's about like it's only ten percent of your people are seeing what you're what you're wanting them to see. It doesn't matter. This is a conversation for another time. <laughs> Too late. Everyone will be on board with this shortly. You got me to look up look the word algorithm ahead of the curve here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be man. It's our business. Uh, if somebody doesn't text back right away, settle down. It's not a big deal. Uh, I'm, I'm terrible at that. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. Dude, you get so angry. I'm terrible at it. Well, yeah, because I know you always have your phone in your hand. That's not true. You don't know anything. You only know. You don't know I my me. phone in my hand here because I'm working. When I'm not working, a lot of times I don't like to have a phone in the same I'm room. not even talking about you as in specifically you. I'm talking about you as in general, as in people. If I'm texting you, I know that you have your phone on you. You see the three bubbles. <laughs> or with the three dots in the bubble? Maybe I just sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> I see the dots, you jerk. Uh, okay, uh, you don't have to leave a voicemail. Everyone has caller ID, so you could stop leaving messages like, hey, it's me. <laughs> just right. calling to check in. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I called somebody after leaving them a message, or they called me back, and they actually listened to the message. I just saw that you called, so I called back. I do it to annoy people. I leave a message. Oh, nice. You got to leave the, uh, hey, it's Riz. Uh, um, uh, I got something to tell you. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 call me back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's perfectly acceptable to just text happy birthday now, right? What do you mean, opposed to the call? Like a phone call? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, even my folks, like my mom will text me and say, hey, have a happy birthday. Oh, your mother? Yeah, she won't even call you for that? No. I mean, yeah, when I see her, no. then... Who, who else needs a, a phone call, though? Or... Uh, oh, never mind. I'm going to get attacked for this. Go ahead. What do you mean? Like, who, who? Like why would you ever call... Never mind. Uh, again, no. I'm going to get destroyed. No, come on, man. The birthday Third try, things, you can get through it. Go. Are you upset if it's your birthday, Jeff Burton's birthday, hey, and you don't get a text from Tony Petrigo that says happy birthday? Do you think, well, Tony didn't text me happy birthday? No, not at all. I'd be okay with that. Well, it's a Would different case because if it, it happens on a Saturday, I know I'll see him Monday and he'll be, hey, man, happy birthday. It was your birthday over the weekend. You know what I mean? Would you that even think case, about it, though? That Tony Patrico didn't, or a coworker or a friend didn't text didn't me? Didn't text no, you or tweet you or no. Facebook happy birthday. No, Depends sure. on the person. No. Yes, I would. Maybe that's a generational difference and I'm just raised by care. older parents that's just like, your birthday's your birthday. You don't have to impose it on on the rest of the planet. It wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a life changer. Like I wouldn't like, uh, but I would go. Hmm, interesting. He didn't wish me happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, and I think that's what the, the that's where the, we are right now in society. And it's bizarre. I don't know because to me that's how I kind of like measure friendship. Like oh, if, if you're my friend, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh man, the yardstick of friendship is the 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 quality and quantity of birthday wishes. No, like I have a close enough group of friends that if when it's my birthday, they reach out to me and say, "Hey, man, happy birthday." Hey. Happy birthday. I'm just going to bank that for yeah, yeah. your birthday. Thanks, man. So, appreciate so, that. Birthday, so let's birthday. put that in the bank. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a little a little sad that you had that reaction to that. And you went, <laughs> No, I, I, that I know. That means you don't have very many close I friends. Know. No, that means I don't give a crap about birthdays. I don't get why people. Does, that, does it have anything to do with the fact that you aren't really for sure when your birthday is? And oh, like, no, no. Really? No. Oh, I, I if you would. don't tell me happy birthday... I don't care. Why yeah, should you, you, you know when I, my I birthday is? You hate birthdays, though. That's your thing. That's why everybody says happy birthday, Rich. I had a good for a 40th birthday. I enjoyed did, myself. Yeah, a couple yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, you right? did enjoy yourself. You, you sure the hell did. Just this past year? It was this past year. Did I say happy birthday? 
I wouldn't care if you did or not. Yeah, and, and the landmark ones, it's funsy. It's it's cutesy. And if you remember it, great. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. I'm never going to measure your friendship or the quality of person you are whether you remember my birthday. That's asinine. I don't think it's asinine at asinine. all. Asinine. Wow. I don't think it's asinine and at all. Depending on what that means, that would be. <laughs> and this is also this is, and this is also this is also coming from the guy who who gen, genu, generally hates traditional things. Yeah, I, I like to buck tradition. You're right. But I don't think that has to do with this one. This one it, a birthday is the most personal thing you got. Why does why does it matter if people remember your your birthday? That's that's my thing. As long as you're nice to me. As long as you're nice to me all the time. I don't care. Yeah. The way I look at it is if I miss your birthday, if I don't know your birthday is today, and I'm friends with you, I want you to know whenever your birthday is, I hope it's a happy day. Yeah. If right, I right. don't know that today's your hey, birthday. blanket statement, guys. I hope you have a great birthday. Thanks, man. <laughs> Happy birthday, everybody. Hey, somebody on Twitter is defending you, uh, Moon. I'm with, uh, with Moon here. Riz Show doesn't understand social media. Asked a question. Doesn't want to hear the real answer. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is true. You did ask a question. He What's started to explain he, it, and you just missed him. But he does, he, he's talk, you're talking an algorithm. I don't know, I know I what know, the right. algorithm is on Twitter or Facebook. Right, I'm, and I'm just saying that that, that uh, the whatever Smart was, guy. The, speak in layman's terms. Okay, the, the sentiment towards liking it being a, a douchebag move is a little bit outdated. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's why I said agree or disagree. That's why I brought it up. Mm. Yeah, I agree with it a few years ago, and now I have to. I don't know about. I don't care about algorithms. I know. I'm. I'm just telling you that it's not a, as big of a douchey move as, as people think it then once we was. Cleared that up. Great. Mm -hmm. And birthdays. I mean, come on. Blame. <laughs> uh, let's get to it happens your every year. emails at least once. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get you next one. I'll get you next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Risho one zero five seven the point dot com for your emails. Here we go. Uh, hi, show. I am a store manager for Aldi. Big fan of the show. Jeff, can you please tell Riz, Riz, I'm talking to you now, uh, he doesn't need a quarter when he goes to Aldi to get the cards. Uh, you put a quarter in time. and you pop the thing, the deal out, mm -hmm. and you went go Went for in. the first time on Saturday. Didn't have a quarter. Couldn't get a cart. Yeah, actually, you could have. Uh, he simply can go to one of the associates, go inside the store, and ask for it. We gladly give him or anybody else a, uh, a, a cart if you want one. That's one of the reasons why we keep our, our prices low. They have them in the chains out there so that they don't have to pay people to go out to the parking lot and get them and bring them back in. One of the reasons for the low prices. So they're saying you don't have to spend or you don't have to put a quarter in there. Just go inside and ask for a cart and they'll give you one. Yeah, then what's going to happen is I'm going to just leave it in the lot. Yeah, what a jerk. Because I got no skin in the game now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I got no skin in the game. If only right, I had cool. 25 cents invested, I would That's care about this game card. in the system. And he also said you take a big risk by shopping one day before a snow is in the forecast. Yeah, Usually I knew that. that is their dub they, they double their receipts. I knew that. Oh, somebody tweeted us too saying that Aldi is like famous on Sundays for being slammed. Oh, yeah. Slammed. Yeah, crazy. That's, there I go. That's their thing, huh? Uh, it's, also, slam before a storm. Uh, experience that. Yeah. But all, all in all, not a terrible experience. Good. I ain't hating on it. Thank you, sir. Next. <laughs> Morning, have a question. Uh, my family and I have recently moved into our house, and we have been there since December. My wife and I always drive our daughter to the bus stop, mainly because there are crazy people out there, and we can't see the bus stop from our house. Mm -hmm. It's been winter since we moved here. Last couple of days have been very, very cold out, and there's another girl who stands at the stop. I've met her parents once, and I've met the little girl once. In the past, if it's raining, I will ask her if she wants to sit in the car and wait for the bus or to get a ride up to her house, which is right across the street from mine. She always says no. 
Monday, the windshield was minus 11 outside. The bus was running a little late, so I asked the girl to get in the car with me. She first said no, but I talked her into it. I went home, told my wife, and she said I was a creeper for doing that. I told her she's nuts. I'm just trying to I be understand. nice because it's cold outside. I understand. Mm-hmm. But before everybody's opinion, just so you guys know, both the da- his daughter and this girl are in eighth grade. They know each other, but they d- haven't really hung out yet. She's black. The couple is white. And he says, I wouldn't care if she was green, I, I, boy, or girl. It doesn't matter. To do with it. Right, right. Race he wanted to make that point. Yeah. Uh, it's the little girl doesn't know the dad. Right. Just because you know the daughter and your acquaintances in school doesn't mean the dad's still not a creeper. Right. Which, not saying you are, but I don't blame the girl for saying no. And I know you're trying to be a nice guy. Yes. There's a process here because he says he's met the parents once and they live right across the street. So if this happens more than once, maybe have a conversation. I go across the street and say, hey, here's the deal since you guys aren't, you know, at the end of the street with her and I am. For whatever reason, you're not there. Maybe you can't do it with your schedule, whatever. I am there. Let her know it's okay. There is a, a little girl that lives on my street that is at the bus stop with with my kids. Mm-hmm. And she walks She walks home. And I, I, I've thought about, like, hey, you want to hop in? I'll give you a ride home. And, and I do know the parents, but I don't know the little girl. And I think it'd be weird if I pulled over and, and put her in the situation. Do you pick up the kids? Like, do you get in your car, go to the top of the street, pick up the kids, come back? Or are you, if you're sometimes, on, on your way? Sometimes. I mean, okay. I've always wondered that. I don't, I've never taken a bus. I've never taken the bus. So I, I don't I don't know how that works. Like, parents pick up kids in their cars at the bus stop or if they... No, if it's a nice day, everybody Because I see my I see my neighborhood when the kids get dropped off. They get dropped off right in the front of the neighborhood, and that's where my house oh, is. Oh, at the, at the bus stop, it's a whole thing. To not, to, like, recently, the past couple of weeks, I mean, since the first of the year, I've noticed more parents picking up their kids because it's been eight degrees. Mm-hmm. But during November, when we moved in, and it was still nice out, I mean, it was a thunderstorm. Those doors would open, and kids would scatter like cockroaches when the lights were flipped on. Mm-hmm. They uh, would just at, throughout at the, the bus neighborhood. Stop at, at, in our neighborhood, all the parents gather. Uh, it's like a thing. There's drinks. Yeah. <laughs> there's drinks uh, so, during springtime. There's time. a food truck, too, right? Yeah. In your neighborhood? Yeah. Somebody wheeled up a bar cart. That's funny. And that's, you're, you're not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Next. Maybe you shouldn't drive that little girl home then. Riz is just saying. Uh, hi, I never miss a podcast. Really interested in getting everyone into Game of Thrones. Have we talked about that at all? Uh, I think Moon is right when he says you need to get through the first few episodes. I also watched the first couple multiple times until I got into the show. Not sure where Riz is on the show, but I really want to hear. Midway through the third season. The, is this any sort of spoiler alert if I mention that? Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk about that. Don't talk about that? I mean, you can okay. say what the words, it? but. It, uh, it wants to know your reaction to a, a, a red wedding is what it's called. I know what it is. I know because I remember when it was when it happened. Right. Yeah. It was such a big thing. I don't know the characters involved. Yeah, then, then I know what happens though. Don't look anything up. So you know what you know what in the back of my mind is I'm again I know what happens during the red wedding. I don't know the characters involved, so I'm trying to put it together now as I'm watching. Don't do that. I can't help it. Yeah. Well, you not whatever whatever happens is is whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's going to hurt you. Next. That was from Cameron. Uh, hi, team. Uh, my question is for Moon and for Riz. I'm helping my second grade nephew do his homework, and I'm stumped on this question. Patrico and Jeff are playing street hockey. They've been outside for six hours. If there's is this six guy just being a dick from yesterday? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know. Let's continue. From the matchup with Moon with the math. If and there's the, and the 60 hours? minutes okay. in an hour, oh, how many minutes, minutes have they been outside? Minutes. No, let me give you multiple choice. Is it 360 minutes, 240 minutes, 
or answer uh, C, which is air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. In smart ass time. Next. You weren't here at 730 under the clock. I don't know. There'd be math. Oh, Go. Crap. Next. All right. I don't have the guy's name, but he said he's the one who won your uh, Patrico DJ and on the bid, big bid STL. Oh, oh Steve. He said he's looking forward to it. We, we, we know this. We know them. He's, he's a really nice guy. He loves the bus balls. He's good. <laughs> All right, bus ball, Steve. <laughs> Thanks. He's good. They live in Kansas City. Remember, they drove down for Purple Stride yeah, one year. I hope you do a terrible job at okay. their Okay. Oh, go Chiefs. Right. Oh, just bust some balls. Go Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's that. Next. All right. First off, let me say I love your show. You guys are amazing and awesome. I've been struggling with a situation for a while and was hoping maybe you guys could give me some advice. I cannot wait to hear everybody on this one. I'm getting married in a few weeks, and I named my best friend from college my maid of honor. All right. She's been a very good friend, helped me through a lot of BS in my life. She does, however, have a tendency to get a little loose when she's drinking. We've never had a problem with it because she's always safe about it and never crosses the line. However, that all changed recently. Went to New Orleans a couple of weeks ago for my bachelorette party. Friday night, we went out drinking and dancing. After a while, we ran into a group of guys doing their bachelor party. Several members of the group hit it off. They started dancing with us. The bachelor, the guy engaged, started dancing with my maid of honor. That was completely fine until they started making out. Myself and the rest of the friends kept telling her that it was a bad idea. She stop and she wouldn't listen. They kept kissing all night, being all touchy-feely, mm -hmm. and went home with him. Really upset me because, in my opinion, a man at his bachelor party is clearly in a committed relationship. Yeah. Basically a married man. So now my maid of honor, the woman who's supposed to be my number one support in my marriage, is out sleeping with a married man. How am I supposed to trust her to back me and my husband when she was just a homewrecker to someone? What do I do at this point? It's too late to ask her to step down. <sighs> well, now you know more about that person. Uh, I was going to say, that sucks. But yeah, it sucks. Now really, you know, now now you know, know about who them. she is. You know what you do? You just you, you put on the play. You know, you I put the face on, I mean, and, and when you're done you, with... Unless you can't deal with it. I mean, unless it's something you can't look at her again. No, you just move on with life, now knowing way more about who she is. And yeah, that so you, sucks, doesn't it? And make yeah, your decisions. You, you well, no, I would... smile on for the, for the wedding ceremony. That's a bummer. I'd much rather... It's a bummer because you lost somebody that you thought you knew, but yeah. uh, at the same time, I think it's the still, bummer is, still better to know. The bummer is, ah, I thought I knew them. Yeah. Still oh, yeah, of course, it's better to know. Yes. True colors, yes. Both scumbags in this uh, in this in this scenario, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. Yeah. The bachelor and the uh, the maid of honor. But listen, as somebody who's now gone to New Orleans, <laughs> I'll do that to you. <laughs> it's a crazy city. Next, hey gang, wanted to drop an email on the gyros. Moon uh, mentioned that all of them are made the same way and they all taste great. I have to oh, you disagree. Mean, uh, I didn't say they were all made the same. Well, clearly you did. That's what he says. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he says he disagrees. Us Greek folk are very picky about about them. We can tell if it's a ninety nine cent one or a three dollar and fifty cent one. Plus, you can uh, you can find a place that serves fries inside them. You've struck. Gold. Oh, that's the way they do it in Greece. Yeah. That's yeah. literally what he says. That's how they, they serve put fries in, in them. You know, our, our buddy Doug, him and his family, go to Greece about once a year. Mm -hmm. And he goes, the first thing he does is gets off the plane and goes to this particular cart mm. and gets. Some gyros. Get some gyros, and they put the fries in it. Yeah, I just said they're all the same, as in I like them all. They all have the same spirit to them, the cheap ones to the great ones, and I'm just, I'm so happy. I feel I the same way, food. but I guess somebody that's been there a lot, some of them they call like spam meat. Sure. Which, uh, you know, higher quality, lower quality. Yeah. I just, I love, I love the feel. I love the food. 
I love that culture. I love the and feel. I love the I love, like I, I love the feel of going I into those places. You never had a, 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 a gyro? Never had a gyro. Dude, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not opposed to uh, it. Greek food is so good. I am definitely oh, not opposed. I, I think I would enjoy it. It's a, that's a top fiver. Me too. You know, there, Me too. There was a uh, that meat is really rich. Though, everything isn't it? about the culture and how it spills over into other uh, food. Because I remember it tearing me up uh, when I, when I worked at uh, I no. worked at um, Alton Square Mall and they had a place called Olga's Cafe or something like that and it was a Greek place and they used to have some sort of it was like a fry or like a pita something or another that was delicious. I remember that, but I never had like. Do you a get gyro. like spanakopita, like the the spinach pie? Oof. Moussaka, oof. Olga's Kitchen, there it is. It's Damn. still open. Damn. Greek food is the jam. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I just looked, I just did a, a search for uh, gyro, gyro meat, and the picture that comes up, it's just a, a large cylinder. Cup. It's a large cup looking of meat. And if you remember that at Athens, you remember that at the one at Crestwood? They just had it on a on a pole, basically. And they yeah, spun yeah, it yeah. around and shaved off. Well, the yeah, they, they put the meat on like, uh, like, on the spit, yeah, yeah, and it cooks as it goes around, right. and they shave it off to put in a and pita. Oh, dude, it's so good. Yeah, I don't mean they're all the same quality. I just mean like they're all the it's same good. sort of sort of thing. Even the the stand in the middle of Shibuya in Tokyo, you walk up and you're like, I know exactly what I'm getting. I know exactly what they got. <laughs> you can get a ten pound meat cone from Walmart for sixty three bucks. Next. Uh, hey, hey, guys, my husband and I recently relocated to Dexter, Missouri, and we were sad because we thought for sure we would lose the Riz Show in the morning. Uh, thank you so much for the app. We've been able to move and keep our morning program. Hooray. My husband, Jeff, was the Power Sports Program Director at the now-debunked Vatterock College. Met Jeff and Riz several times at Big St. Charles Nights. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks again. Rock on. Man, they, they really screwed everybody over there at Vatterock. And I'll get to this in news next, but that Laser Spine Institute just shut down. Laser Spine Institute? I don't know what that is. 600 people work there. Oh, boy. We're now out of a job. Goodness. Just shut down. Like, uh, I think Channel 4 talked to one woman, uh, left work, and then they called her up and said, don't even bother coming back because we are closed. Is she out of paycheck? Do we know it yet? We'll talk about that. Severance and stuff. That's Mm. When a company files bankruptcy... It's up to the bank as far as getting back pay and pay, and it's a mess. Next. Uh, I know that you guys are going to be busy during Point Fest, but are there any plans for you guys to do a meet and greet? Thanks for all you do, John. I'm sure. Uh, yes, yes, there will be a meet and greet, I, I would think. We'll do one every, do year. every year. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to the people, by the way, that sent me the No, no Hugs shirts. <laughs> you got No Hugs shirts? <laughs> yeah. I got two shirts that say, <laughs> do not hug. <laughs> and there was no note or anything. I don't know who it, sent them. It ruined your mind because you kept looking at the outside of the package, the inside of the package. Who sent me this? Who sends anonymous T-shirts? <laughs> there were two shirts that said, do not hug. And uh, I, I, they came from Amazon. I don't know who sent them. But thank you. I'll wear them. Next. <laughs> uh, hey, fellas. Team Riz member VJ here. Netflix question. Have you watched or heard of the documentary, The 2000s? I binged it all this weekend, up. and it was extremely insightful and interesting to see all the trends and the fails of the 2000s. That, that aired on CNN, uh, and it, I watched it. It was great. Is that it's, when I saw it, too? Because I know you and I talked about it's it. It's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks produced it. He does, like, the 90s, 2000s, I think the 60s, 70s. Yeah, it's all, it goes 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. It's terrific. The 2000s one is absolutely fantastic. Terrific. I'm two, I'm two episodes in, and it's incredible. I don't think so. Oh, you would love it. The 2000s. It's a, it's Netflix. Great. Might have been one of those that I put on. And fell it's it's great. 
I think I watched the 90s one. That's great, too. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, this is Carolyn. Husband and I watched a documentary on Netflix called Behind the Curve. Oh, it's my gosh. The flat earthers and all the crazy BS they believe in thought Riz and Moon might be interested. Is it good? You are. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it... Yeah, it's 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 worth it's worth watching. It focuses on this one dude in particular, uh, Mark something, um, who's just one of those. Guys. Is it so ridiculous? It's so ridiculous because in such a fa- in such a quick time, and this is a sign of the times too, like how fast you can grow a movement and, and things with social mm-hmm. media and and uh, and doubters. It's pretty interesting because it goes. They they did like a full on um, what do you call it? Like a convention. Yeah. You know? So it shows kind of the convention and people speaking. And you go, who and, are these people that believe this? And then they're arguing within within their own like factions, you know, about well, it's this, it's that. But they got models, like full blown models of exactly oh, yeah. these what people it is. are all in on this. Yeah, and you're right about the the Game of Thrones uh, uh, ice wall. They think the the outer is just an, the ice wall. Um, yeah, flat earthers think at the end of the Earth is an ice wall, and NASA has soldiers. Patrolling the ice wall mm-hmm. so yeah, you don't fall off. They're so anti-NASA. That is one thing for sure. This is, this is a great list. Cons- uh, conspiracy theories, just like Flat Earth. Conspiracy theories so crazy, they actually might be true. Moon, you will love this. You will love yeah, this I, list. I'm all about questioning. All right, you will get Think to about after the break. Mattress Direct, STL Mattress Direct. That's where you're going to go to change your life. It will change your sleep, which, of course, will change your life. I mean, what do you spend a third of your life or half of your life sleeping? You better do it right. I am a believer. I am sleeping on a Mattress Direct bed. It is absolutely a game changer. And the nice thing is you notice the very first night, the very first morning, the very first day you deal with a good night of sleep, life changes. Thank you, Mattress Direct. Do what I did. Go to the Missouri company making the mattress right here, cutting out the middleman, making mattresses in Missouri with the Missouri flag on it. Shop local, shop Mattress Direct because sleep rules. STLMattressDirect.com. Birthday, Riz. It's David Keckner, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show right here on 105.7 The Point. Do you get it? Talking about uh, flat earthers before. I love this. Conspiracy theories, so nutso, so crazy, that they might actually be true. A lot of these I've never heard of. In fact, most of these I've never heard of. So the reason that Disney came out with the movie called Frozen, they did it so that when you Googled Disney Frozen, you get info about the movie, not websites talking about Walt Disney's frozen, uh, you know, frozen body. <laughs> what? <laughs> that Disney company, man. I mean, honestly. Talk about peeling back layers all the time. I mean, I mean honestly, that makes sense. You could have called that movie anything. You could have called that movie anything. You could have called it Elsa the Ice Princess or whatever the hell you want to. You could have called it anything, but you called it Frozen. So then people would type in Disney's Frozen and Uh then come up. Uh Instead of Disney's frozen head or frozen body. That's genius. The value of expensive art is just as a, uh, is just like a pseudo currency for rich people to secretly buy drugs or other illicit items. Say, say that again. The, the value of expensive art yeah. is just as a pseudo currency for rich people to secretly buy drugs or other illicit items. 
So, like, why is a painting $2 million? Well, it's not. Because it's got cocaine The painting is $2 million because it's got a bunch of cocaine inside of the painting. So, that is why art is priced so high. Because they're not buying the painting. They're buying the cocaine. That's like when I go, hey, everybody, I'm selling this fruit basket. I'm selling this fruit basket for $500. Inside is front row tickets to Garth Brooks, apples, oranges, and bananas. This fruit basket is $500. That's just, I've, I've heard of that one. Huh. Okay. How about this one? These are conspiracy theories. Weather forecasters buy stock in supermarket chains and then over-exaggerate winter storms. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what dro drove Dave Murray out of the game, right? Did yeah. he get busted doing that? <laughs> yeah. PETA, the People for Ethical uh, you know, Treatment of Animals, actually controlled opposition run by the meat industry to make animal rights activists look bad. Should I say that again? Yes. PETA is actually controlled controlled opposition run by the meat industry to make animal rights activists look bad because they're, they're so over the top. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. The developer of the F-35 fighter jet is so over budget so the military can fund other top secret projects without making a new line item on a budget. Long John Silvers has to be involved in some sort of money laundering scheme just solely on the basis that they've been open for as long as they have, for as long as you can remember, and try to tell me one time they've ever been busy. <laughs> <laughs> Today and Friday, they will be busy. Yeah. At least the drive through will. But yeah. You always have your pick of the, the, the benches, don't you? I drive by and I go... Where is everybody? I mean, pick of the booths. Are they, are yeah. they closed? Are they closed? <laughs> That's the one with the nautical booths. Oh, right? no, no, no. They're not closed. I've the guy never been the, in one. Oh, the guy from the Captain D's. Same thing. Yeah, the guy from the drive thru is outside smoking a cigarette. They're open. It's okay. <laughs> the real reason Apple removed the headphone jack was to try to remove the square pay systems as a competitor for Apple Pay. That makes I so much sense. That. that makes sense. Yeah. Kobayashi, the competitive beater. Yeah. Is really a fantastic up close sleight of hand artist. <laughs> He's just got jeans full of hot dogs, like it's just like in pockets, carpenter pants. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing MC Hammer pants. <laughs> Hashtag Throwback Thursday is actually just the government collecting old photos of people, so they now have access to improve age progression slash facial recognition. I believe it. <laughs> Cops go on Waze, you know the website, not the uh, the app Waze, and leave random police sightings to cause people to slow down without actually having to <laughs> stay and check on people. <laughs> that's Believe actually, that? That's pretty good. Not once have I seen the uh, the little uh, police car match up with a with. Oh, a, with I, a police car. I have. I do. I do. I see that. Not a hundred percent of the time, but it happens more often though when you're seeing a uh, the icon and not seeing the car. Correct. What do you mean? You'll see the icon on the app, but not see the police. I icon. think it's no, about 50 50. I, yeah. I mean, I think I almost I think, think 50 it's, 50. It's, it's, it's more on the, yeah, there's a cop there. It might be not right there, but it's there. Huh. It caused me to slow down. Sure does. Uh, the NFL is actually the ones who politicized the taking a knee and protest thing, so it would draw attention away from the damages caused by CTE. Hmm. That's not a bad one. Not a bad one either. And the government. I'm sorry. The government is the one who actually spreads true conspiracies to make them sound ridiculous and unbelievable so that people don't suspect that those conspiracies are actually true. 
Seems like a long way to go, but all right. Meh. <laughs> In conclusion, the Earth is flat. <laughs> Told you. Also, where's the luggage? Did you know that if a stop sign doesn't have a white border, it's optional? <laughs> what I heard is that you can legally buy heroin from police officers as long as you ask them if they are a police officer. <laughs> and I ain't doing my taxes again this year. <laughs> you only have to pay taxes <laughs> if you believe in it. <laughs> There's actually no law. Constitution, it says, I do not have to tell you that I am carrying or concealing. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Crushed Red now offering the two for you with salads and pizzas. This is serious. Sad news out of Mafalto. Uh, a Godfrey Fire Protection District firefighter was killed yesterday while battling a house fire. And according to the Madison County Sheriff's Office, four firefighters were hurt trying to control this fire on Culp Lane. Bethalto, is that pretty rural? Uh, in between. The, uh, the firefighter killed was Captain Jacob Ringering. He died from the injuries he suffered after a brick wall collapsed. Another Godfrey firefighter was flown to a hospital here in St. Louis where he is listed in stable condition. That sucks. Yeah. Now, there, there's, there's never a good reason for shooting somebody in a Target parking lot. But this is just over-the-top, ridiculous, dumb. So follow me on this. An Amazon driver was shot, and a guy was arrested after a fight over a handicapped parking space outside of the Target in St. Charles. Amazon driver, a 21-year-old guy, the man arrested, 65. Amazon driver shot once in the back and is in critical but stable condition. And this all happened just before noon yesterday at the Target on Mexico Road. So the story goes, the Amazon driver pulled into a handicapped space and was talking to another Amazon driver when the 65-year-old guy pulled up. And this was in a clearly marked Amazon van. So the 65-year-old guy was all upset about the Amazon truck being parked in the disabled space. The 65-year-old guy did have a handicap placard in in his car. But knowing Target, and I'm sure, I, I, don't, I don't know if I've been to the one on Mexico Road, but they're all the same usually. Uh, there's a lot of handicap, handicap parking spots. Yeah. In mm -hmm. A lot. A lot. And I hate to say it, but sometimes when you're looking for a spot, you go, man, do they need that many? I say it every time. Because they're always, like, I've never seen all of them full. Yeah. I've seen two of them full and then eight of them open. So the two guys start arguing, and it escalates when the older guy pulled out a cell phone to take a picture of the Amazon truck in the space. Not too long after, a gun makes an appearance. Oh, boy. And the Amazon driver was shot in the back as he was trying to walk away. Jeez. Now, the shooter did stay at the scene, cooperated with police. An Amazon spokesperson said they're working with law enforcement as they investigate. Uh, apparently, the guy didn't work for Amazon. He was a contracted, uh, like a contracted employee from a company. Yep. He was a delivery guy, not an Amazon delivery driver. He was in an Amazon truck, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, can you, can you believe that? I mean, think about that. 
65, you made it to 65, dude. Life is good. And now and the rest of your life, this is what you're going to deal with? Mm -hmm. This is the decision you make? Yep. You spent all that time not making something this this dumb and decided yeah, yeah. to pull this move and shoot someone in the back? You made the you made the right decisions to live this long. I looked up uh, how many park, handicapped parking spaces are required in Missouri because you guys are saying it seems like there's a lot, which I totally agree with that. And you drive by them and go, how many are actually being used? Ever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It says here a parking lot with 400 total spaces needs eight accessible spaces. Two of those have to be van accessible yeah, as well. And, and accessible. Yeah. They got it. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to know that people that make these types of decisions also are 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 carrying at Target where I'm, you know, getting a swimsuit with my kids. Mm. Yeah, they got a gun battle in the Target parking lot. Remember, something happened at Schnooks during the. Remember, somebody was carjacked. God pulled out a gun and fired at the carjacker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Schnooks parking lot. Yeah, wasn't that, wasn't that like the police were like, "Hey, man, uh, okay, but let's not do that." Not recommended. Yeah. Wow. A uh, distracted driver drove straight into a house in Florissant around 12.15 this morning. And this was on North New Florissant Road near the Florissant Police Department. Driver was distracted, coming around a curb, hit a light pole, knocked a traffic light onto a parked car, and crashed right into the house. And before the driver was taken to the hospital, they were quoted as asking, can I park here? Did you know there was a primary yesterday in the race for the City of St. Louis Board of Aldermen president? I do, since you just told me. <laughs> Apparently, it was hotly contested. Really? Lewis Reed beat out three challengers. Lewis Reed, uh, Jamila Nasheed, and 15th Ward Alderman Megan Green. Uh, so, Lewis Reed won. He will face off against Green Party candidate Jerome Bauer in the April 2nd election, which... He, do I know? He's Lewis almost guaranteed. Reed? Do to we win. know this Lewis Reed? Do we have we mentioned him before? It, it, it will be his fourth term as president of the board of aldermen. He ran up against uh, Lada Krusen for mayor. Okay, yeah, that's, that's it. right. Now and that. lost. Yeah. Uh, I think his stance was, "I will only take two naps a day." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just did a Google image. Okay, I, I recognize the face at least. Uh, Home Depot's hiring. They're looking to hire seven. I'm sorry, 975 workers in the area this spring. Looking to fill a permanent part-time and seasonal positions. You can apply online at careers.homedepot.com. Thank you. 900. You would look great in a an orange. In an orange. Yeah, paper. I do. Orange does pop on me. I've always. I've Were you always... writing Sharpie, Jeff? Yes. I told my dad that's where he should go to work. He should. Yeah. Your dad would be perfect. I know a lot he of people love it. that I'm assuming Home Depot and Lowe's is the same with this, but I, I've known several people that have job, job, jobs and then work there part time for like the the medical or something. What? <laughs> Can you imagine your dad walking in there going, yeah, you know, the uh, uh, screws are over there, you know. You know. Is there anything I can help you with? What? What? <laughs> I'm looking for a certain sort of uh, two by four. I could show you on my phone. Well, what's a picture got to do with it? Yeah. Don't show me a picture. Uh, what? Excuse me, sir. Where are the miter boxes? Can't no, you see uh, I'm helping this guy? <laughs> you know. My dad would be the Way guy. Way to get some keys made. My, my, da my dad would be the guy where they're like, they're like, yes, I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking for energy efficient LED light bulbs, and he'd go, uh -huh, and then just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Aren't you see we all him, looking for something? Uh huh. Then he sees somebody for the second time. I told you, I told you you'd be back. You know, you know. I got a great ratings for this aisle. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, the you boss guys, comes up with his first evaluation. How's, 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 how's my ratings? You guys, <laughs> guys need any help? He'd be great. He would be great working at Home Depot because all those guys are so nice and so yeah. knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. 
You ever meet a douchebag employee at a Home Depot? No, I've never. I'm sure there are, but, you know, for 99% of the guys I've talked to at Home Depot. Yep. I had a bad experience at Home Depot once. And it was when I was getting some blinds cut. And the person that was cutting the blinds, I, it must have been the end of the shift because they did not want to cut those blinds. Mm. Mm. That means we got to turn the fryer back on. Huh? I went like this. this I, went, I, I went. <laughs> you know, this I think late, it was a huh? shift change. It wasn't that late. <laughs> but I, I remember I remember specifically I went, I went, here you go. Can you cut these for me? And they went like this. Well, I asked where they had their blinds, and they pointed to me. I grabbed them. I was like, this is exactly what I need. And they go, okay, great. And I go, can you cut them for me? And they went, uh-huh. And oh. I was like, oh, damn it. I'm still, I'm still imagining all the one-liners your dad's, your dad's using. Let's ask them. Tomorrow. That's all the way down to lumber. I ain't going your dad will be here tomorrow. I ain't going down there. Your dad will be here tomorrow for the uh, Craigslist Freak League. By the way, tomorrow is a playoff round. Mm-hmm. Wow, for the Craigslist Freak huh? of the Week. Yep. Yeah. A playoff round. And this sucks. Uh, I don't know if you know the uh, the Laser Spine Institute here in Creepcore. Uh, shut down on Friday with no warning, no notice. And that means that about 600 people are out of work. I'm not sure if they mean 600 people here in St. Louis because they had four locations. Channel 4 talked to a woman who, who worked as a uh, surgical tech for three years. And she said she got a call after leaving work, letting her know she was out of a job. That's it. Okay. So the Laser Spine Institute, based out of Tampa, and they said that because of financial problems, they were shutting down all four of their locations. Tampa, Cincinnati, Scottsdale, uh, and here. Uh, what about the patients? I guess you're going to have to go somewhere else. What about severance for former employees? Company said, that'll be up to the bank. Oh, wow. man, really? Yikes. Somebody missed some payments is what happened. It'll be well, up to you, the bank. Well, when you file Chapter 11, everything's now in the hands right. of the bank. So but It sucks because, you know, 90-whatever percent of jobs are on a two-week cycle of pay. And, you know, where were they on their cycle here, man? That sucks. You know what I mean? They're a week and a half away from their last paycheck. They're expecting a yeah, paycheck, let's sucks. say, Friday. And sucks. Not end. Sucks. Yeah, the bank will decide for you, but you may already default on, uh, you know, your mortgage. Right? Oh, yeah. Point Fest on sale now. In fact, uh, first week of sales, over 20 bands for just 20 bucks. All the Point Fest details, 1057thepoint.com slash Point Fest. Show is May 25th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. You got Live and Caesar, Code and Cambria, Fuel Filter, Greek Fire, POD, Andrew WK, The Riz Show Stage. With the uh, the Bob Cuban Band and 2SG and Clownus. I think my mom's coming in for it. My mom's coming to Point Fest. How about that? My dad's going to be there. Is she really coming? Yeah. Is it going to be her first one? Yeah. Oh, it's so great. She's going to be in town. I said, Mom, in town for Point Fest. I guess you're going to the show. My parents are going to miss another one. Your parents are <laughs> not so with dark. us anymore. <laughs> Jeff, but in all reality, your parents have been at everyone. Oh, that's true. <laughs> R.I.P. Lee and Pat. Wow. Jeff? <laughs> Not a lot of letters in your name, huh? In your family. No, Lee and Pat. Jeff. Jeff. Actually, it's Leon and Patricia. But, and oh, all, okay. did you know that all five of us have the same middle name? Huh? Ger- Gerard. My, wait a no. minute. How many Gerard. are there? There's four of us. Gerard. <laughs> no. no. It's Gerard. It's, he, it, it was said earlier. Gerard. Gerard. It's Herculaneum. <laughs>
That's a, interesting. Jeff Herculaneum Burton. I like that. Can I change it to that? Herculaneum. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Just call me Herky. Hey, uh, guys, uh, no hill dog for president in 2020. In a new interview, Hillary Clinton says there will be no rematch with President Trump in 2020. And here is Hillary Clinton in her own words. I'm not running, but I'm going to keep uh, working and speaking and standing up for what I believe. She said uh, that she has talked to a couple Democratic candidates in the 2020 field and plans to take an active role in the election. Also not running in 2020, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg. He said that he thinks he would beat the president in a general election, but says he'd have a tough time winning the Democratic nomination with, I think, uh, 7,000 people are <laughs> are vying for the Democratic nomination. So. Hill Dog didn't stand a chance because it's going to be the Rock 2020. Ooh. Has he thrown his hat in the ring? <laughs> oh. Hey. Uh, it's Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of Lent, but apparently fewer and fewer people go to actual churches these days because ain't nobody got time for that. A, a newspaper in New Jersey ran a story on how ashes to go more popular than ever. I know they're doing them here. I think they're doing them in Depair. Really? At a Depair Park, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, ashes to go, it's where priests kind of draw crosses on people's foreheads outside train stations, coffee shops. So they, they could just knock it out on their way to work and not be... Uh, not I think, be late if you I think Apple, Apple, Applebee's curbside service is doing it, uh -huh. too. And you can get some ribs and then you'll... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a new idea, by the way. In fact, it started here in St. Louis. A church here started the Ash to Go thing over a decade ago to reach out to people. And then other, other churches started following suit. It's just more popular now because we're so busy. Mm -hmm. But that, that started here in St. Louis. Did it really? Uh-huh. Ashes to go. That's right. That's neat. Now you know. Put that in your pocket. I did. I'm putting it in right now. I borrow that. A recent study in the journal Drug and Alcohol Review found that people who don't have kids tend to drink more than people who do have kids. Shocking, I know. Parents are 25% less likely to be heavy drinkers than people without kids because people who don't have kids have more time and less responsibility. The divide was bigger for women, though. Dads drink almost uh, as much as guys who don't have children. The study also found that when people with kids do drink, they're much more likely to drink where? At home. At home. <laughs> I, had a, I had a nice little glass of uh, whiskey uh, Sunday night, making dinner. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? You don't drink with dinner every night when you're no, home? No, I don't. I don't. Hmm. I, 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 I don't either. I rarely, I rarely drink at home. I like, drink. when I do, it's, a tr it's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, treat. I drink a heck of a lot more at home, more often at home than probably than I go out, I'm to be honest with you. I'm not that big of a drink. When I go out to dinner, have a drink. See, my deal is, and I've talked about this before, with the, the gin martini that I drink, you're either a douche and explain it, you know, ingredient to ingredient, exactly how to do it, or you, you take the chance. So I just, I'll have a whiskey when I'm out, but a martini at home kind of thing. I never drink at home. Even when you were drinking, never like, you know, have a beer or whatever? Nope. Well, because you would drink to, you, you... I told you, I would never casually drink. If I drank, it was to get drunk. Moon, do you drink... I, I can imagine you, when you were drinking beer, having a beer almost every night. Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, not almost every night, but yeah, yeah. A at home. And I and I really go out, so... That's funny you bring that up, because last night when I made dinner, I had... 
I had milk with it, and I and two uh, out loud I went, "Hey, I'm not having a drink today," and I had one about an hour later. But with dinner, I didn't have a drink, and it popped into my head because I have one every. You have night. a drink every night. Oh yeah, at least every one. night. Yeah, and you guys called me the alcoholic. <laughs> I have one, not 37. Yeah, but I only one had night. 37 once every three months. But I never, I, <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I was buzzed, though. That's the thing. I, just I don't do think I've ever seen Jeff drunk. In, in the years I've known you, I have. You have? Riz Show Live, he was drunk. You were? Or he was feeling it. Yeah, for sure. I don't. Yeah, I, yes, he was. Little, but you huh. were a little buzzed. You're right. Yes, he You're was. Right. You were a little mm. buzzed. There was at one point I was where he looked hammered, at me. And, so I don't remember if I was when, drunk or not. There was at one point where he looked at I've me and said something, and I went, never. oh, that. Did you guys see what I had to drink? What I was drinking that night? Yeah, you were drinking yeah, gin out of, a, out of a water bottle. No, I don't want to say on the air, so I'll write it down. Have Jeff, you, just, you, that is not what you had to drink. I, you I'm can't even looking, drink I that. I know what you're doing. You can't even drink that. Oh, challenge, I mean, yes, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. I guess you can. Take his pen away. I was going to say, can you, put the, you can put it in a glass, too. I guess you are correct. You can have it on the rocks. You can stir with it. But you know, you know when, because, so when he was doing... When he was eat, when he ate the tarantula at Riz Show Live, he grabbed the water bottle and he started chugging it, and it was gin. And it was gin. And yeah. that's when I think it, it oh, wasn't yeah. intentionally to get drunk, but I think you were feeling pretty good after that. Have you have you seen us? Uh, well, you've seen Tony drunk. Yeah. Have you ever seen me? Helen Keller saw like, him drunk, drunk. I think I have. Yeah. Well, can you place a time? I don't remember. We've all seen Riz drunk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> uh huh. Speaking of Riz, no, Show you haven't. Live, that oh, one in there. Yes, uh, King Scott was hammered King at Scott. Show Live. I mean, he, he asked me the he next was, day, hey, how'd it go? Oh, yeah, I wasn't was, there. <laughs> he was in another dimension. Remember, he he made out with, quote, unquote, somebody that night. <laughs> For real? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, remember somebody emailed in and said like their friend that didn't even listen to the show. I, I think they were drunk, too, when they wrote that. <laughs> kids who, you know, people who don't have kids are more likely to go to a bar. And people with kids, more likely to drink at home. Now, yesterday we talked about Paps Little Ribbon coming out with a whiskey. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aged been, yeah, for five seconds. I was just going to say, aged for five seconds. In order to get it on, you know, on shelves, it's got to be aged to be whiskey for a certain amount of time. Paps Little Ribbon aged for five seconds. Hmm. Remember, here was the commercial. Paps Blue Ribbon Whiskey. Distilled, then aged. One, two, three, four, five. Get it on the truck. Paps Blue Ribbon Whiskey. Taste why aging makes a difference. <laughs> so great. Part of me doesn't think that's real. Yeah, same, same here. The commercial? Yeah. <laughs> that's not real. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay, so here's a good question. Are beer snobs worse than bourbon snobs? Because there are beer snobs and there are bourbon snobs. I've met both of them. I think I've met both What's of them, worse? too. What's worse? And that question was tackled by one of the columnists uh, on Deadspin. Hmm. Who's worse, beer snobs or bourbon snobs? To me, beer snobs are because I don't drink beer. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I'm uninterested okay. in what you're saying about the beer. I don't care. So if somebody starts talking to me about bourbon, then I'll listen. You know, but I'm pretty much just a Jameson or Stumpies or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I would like to learn a, about it a little bit. The reasoning here this guy gives is is pretty spot on. I, I agree with it. But, go ahead. What do you think? I'm going to say that beer snobs are worse. And here's my reason. And, again, uh, this is just my personal observation. If it's a beer snob, 
I give somebody a beer and they drink it and they go, ah, and then they go into their reasoning on why they don't like it and why this other beer is better and this other beer is better. When it's a bourbon snob, you give them a bourbon, they're like, hmm, I'm not a big fan, but they'll still drink it, but they have their personal favorites. Okay. What do you think? Um, I'm trying to think, and I would, if I had to put, What's worse, a beer snob or a bourbon snob? I bet you a beer snob is probably considered worse because there are home brewers and you can brew something that maybe isn't good, but it's okay, it's drinkable, and I think it's maybe more difficult to get a drinkable bourbon. And are there more amateur beer snobs than there are whiskey or the bourbon? Let's just talk about the annoying factor. Okay. The so annoying, is that, is that, the annoying factor. Yeah, because they always have to with beer. Again, I'm not a beer drinker, so it irritates me more. But just to to break every damn beer down here is and so that's hoppy as this, and, and that's almost what this guy's getting to here. The beer snob is worse. Here's the reasoning: nice bourbon tends to be pricier than nice beer, and it tends to be consumed by older people, people more inclined to snobbery. So you kind of know what you're getting there. This person expects whiskey people to be snooty about their liquor, whereas beer beer snobs can suddenly just materialize. <laughs> there's, there's no like uh, requirements. They there's just no materialize. Yeah. You know, you don't have to I'm just trying to get drunk here. I don't right. even know about you know German beer purity laws. I don't care about that. I'm just here trying to get drunk, and all of a sudden I'm at the, I'm at the brew pub, and uh, and and beer snob guy shows up. Right. I'll call that an IPA. That's not an IPA. Okay. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, you tell me if this is an overreaction. A uh, 27-year-old guy in Orlando has been, uh, I guess I'm trying to get his niece on Ultima out of an impound, uh, impound lot for, for about a month after he got towed. So again, guy tries to get his niece on Ultima out of the impound yard. It's been a month okay. since it was towed. It's a good car. He finally goes back to get the car on Saturday, and the owner of the lot was out grabbing food and had his keys. So he had to wait a little longer. Uh, why? I don't know. Maybe it was the keys to the office. I guess so. All I know is the guy couldn't okay. get his keys. Gotcha. So the guy had to wait a little longer. But apparently he was so fed up at this point, because instead of waiting, he started throwing Molotov cocktails at his own car. Sure. All right. He threw at least three of them over a fence and set the trunk of his car on fire because that'll show him. <laughs> and while he was doing it, the owner of the lot showed up with the keys. Oops. I just don't like. What is the end game there? Uh, the lot's owner's got money? the lot's oh. the lot owner's name is Darnell, and he says he's not sure what what this guy was thinking because he'd already paid almost three hundred bucks to get his car out. Oh, so he already paid for it yeah. too. So technically, it was his car. He they were just waiting on the keys. He could have left with that, with like <laughs> with his not burned out car, if he had just been a little patient. What idiot! So now this guy's facing charges for arson and building a firebomb. So Dummy. overreaction? Yeah, you betcha. Yeah. You could see him just tossing them right over the fence. He stuck his arm over. Him. I went somewhere to go bring him his key back. And then I got a call. His car was on fire. We got a paint shop in the back, so it's a lot of flammable materials that he could have harmed a lot of people over here. Idiot. What a dummy. Idiot. And finally, and I love this story. Love it, love it, love it. Has anybody here actually read the fine print on something like, uh, you know, iTunes? Like Hell the user agreement? No. Yeah. Hell no. I click accept every time. 
I have. Get out of here. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I have at times. Because some of it, I mean, especially with it in the news about how, you know, you can get really screwed on those like, things. Like, the, the, like, you know, for an app or. You no, know, sometimes those, man, those, no. are, those apps are freaky and they're taking a lot of information. But and, like, and, but even for iTunes, I, I'm telling you, it's like 50 pages yeah. long. Oh, I know, I know. And have it's, you, it's like a, it's like a three font. I'm talking about maybe Nobody 5% of the time. Have you went to download or use an app and then read those, uh, those things, the fine print and then decided not to use the app? Um, I'm trying to think. I, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, I try to keep it as, as minimal as, as I can. I'm okay. just wondering what in the fine print would make you go, oh, I'm not using that. Well, I mean, you got to remember, like, I've been dealing with record contracts for, for a number of years, and they're they're wordy, and they're they're tricky. And sometimes oh, well, that's why. Yeah. For something like for that, you life. have a lawyer look it over. Yeah, yeah but even, even I'm not going to have a lawyer look over something I'm not going to look over as well. I'm a very trustworthy guy in the risk camp. <laughs> Been been burned, man. Legalese, Lynn. You got the legalese. I got confused by it. Anyway, <laughs> a uh, travel insurance company in Florida called Square Month recently decided to test the theory of nobody actually reading the fine print in the kind of user agreements. And they had a secret $10,000 contest. And the only place they mentioned the contest was in the fine print of one of their travel insurance forms. So they buried the instructions way down in the middle of page seven. Oh, man. And didn't tell anybody about it. And the instruction said the first person who mentioned the contest would get the $10,000 prize. That's, That's awesome. it. All you did was mention it. Hmm. You didn't have to really do anything. You didn't have to, you know, it wasn't a scavenger hunt. You didn't have to stand on your head. It wasn't a lottery. It just mentioned the $10,000 and it's yours. And if nobody noticed it within a year, they were planning to give the money to charity. Guess what happened? They gave it to charity. It turns out there are people who read those things. Oh, wow. A 59-year-old woman who teaches at a high school about 60 miles south of Atlanta, she always reads every user agreement and contract she signs religiously. Yep, that's, that's my dad. And she spotted it on day one. <laughs> day one of the day contest. One. Day one of the contest. She says she thinks that reading contracts is really important and even hides secret questions in her students' tests. So if they pay attention and read carefully, they could get extra credit. Wow, this sounds exactly like my dad. She bought an insurance policy from the company, read the whole contract, and got in touch with them about 23 hours after they launched the contest. So they gave her a check for $10,000 last week, plus an extra ten grand to help out her school district, wow. which is very yeah. nice. That's, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a cool company. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a cool company. Boy, heated argument during the break. Is Chipotle fast food? Nope. Nah. See, I say yes. Nah, man, if you make me get out of my car, if you don't give me the option and I have to get out of so my car. So you're saying a fast food place has to have a drive-thru. But then not every drive-thru place is fast food, though, correct? It's like that's the thumb probably, and the finger thing. Yeah, that's probably right. Fast food to me is the food's already made. Is Subway fast food? I think so. It has to be under your definition. And I think and so. I don't think it and is. I don't think it is either. I think it's faster. This is faster food. <laughs> hey, you I think Subway is. You know why? Because the meat is already sliced. Like all the ingredients are ready. They just the ingredients are ready. Together. They're just assembling them. Yeah. Is is Breadco fast food? No, because they make the stuff. No, I don't. But there's, but it's already been made. The bread's already there. It's already cooked. It's point. already baked. It's there. Soup is already made. The meat is already sliced. Damn there are it. exceptions. 
And they even have a drive-thru here and there. They do have a drive-thru. There are exceptions. Your math is wrong. No, what? You're wrong. Chipotle is, they are, the stuff's already made. It, they no. just, it's it's fat, you're in See, and out. I, I, that's what I think. I think you guys are losing the fact that it's just how fast you get it is what you're talking about. Right? You're just you, talking about how fast you get it. It's fast food. No. It's food you get fast. To me, to me. Who cares if you go to in To me, or Chipotle not? is fast casual. Yep, fast cash. But but also you got to look at all these lists that we've had. I will says tell that you Buffalo why. Wild Wings I'll is fast food, I'll, which is not. I'll tell you why St. Louis Bread Co. is not fast food because you get a beeper. You get a beeper and they that beep you when your food is, is done. Ridiculous. No, that's not ridiculous at all. So the beeper is the is the line. That's the border. It's part of the line. Nah. It's part of the line. <laughs> at a fast food place, you don't get a beeper. You could. What fast food place do you get a beeper? I don't know. I'm sure there's an example okay. out there. But I mean, fast food is—it's a, a term. It, you know, it's, it's a term for a particular sect of restaurants and how they handle Look it things up. and how they're approaching. Denny's is fast food. Their productivity. No, it's not. I, I don't get a beeper at Denny's. There's a waiter and waitress. But I don't get a beeper. But they're cooking the food to order at Denny's. How do you know that? Because there's a kitchen and cooks. There's not a kitchen and cooks at Chipotle. You see the kitchen back there. Just because they cook it and put it right there. I ain't hanging my they head take on that the one. Food, they take the food and put it on your plate when you order it. That's Denny's. They, it's like hash browns go onto the griddle and then onto your plate when it's done. I'm not going to fight. Well, I'm not going to jump on your board on that one, Patrico. I understand what you're saying. But if they got plates, if they have plates that are being washed, it's not even in the, in the, in the argument. See, I don't understand why, why you guys are getting into plates and sitting and drive throughs or not. If they make the food fast and you get it and you get out or get back on the road, that's why it's fast. What food. about Panda Express? Who cares if it's casual or not? Um, nah. See, to me, Panda Express is fast food. Do, it's do, the same thing as Chipotle. Do, I don't. I've never it's been into the same Panda thing Express. as Chipotle. But Chipotle, I have to get out of my car and go in. Panda Express has which a makes it not they fast. Do? I think so. Panda, Panda Express Panda has. I've never been. To, I'm, where? Oh yeah, the one in St. Peter's is a standalone with a drive-through. Okay, well, see, same now, with the one on that in South County. Food, then. That's same with the one in South County. They're just slapping something in a bag. It's and, the and same thing. You take your thing and you go, I want this, 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 and they put it in a container. Because so once you're in once you're in a restaurant, so let's say you go into Denny's, okay? Let's say you go into Denny's, you sit down, you order your meal, and Denny's it comes to diner. Hold, hold on, and it comes to you within five, ten minutes. Somehow you're the only person in there that comes to you super fast. Is that fast it's food? It's not the speed. It's the it's your uh, it, According it's your, to Jeff, he said it's the speed. I'm not talking about Jeff. I'm talking oh, about my okay. definition. But you don't care about my Nobody's talking about you, Jeff. <laughs> Did you, you say? What did you say? You go to a counter and you yeah. order. It says fast casual on their website. They call it fast casual. Fast casual. What Chipotle? No, yeah. Panda. Well, I'm not arguing about Panda. Fast casual for Chipotle for sure. Think about um. Oh God, what's the one I just had in in my mind? Um. Uh, what's another? What's another one that's sort of similar that's in that uh, that realm? Johnny Rockets. Is that fast food? Because, I mean, it is damn near Steak and Shake, and it's fast. Is Steak and Shake fast food? It is because they marketed it that way. It's yeah, fast that's food, what they're running with. but it ain't fast. But, 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 but they have, they have a drive-thru. Their, their marketing is fast food. They are they want to be in the fast food, uh, um, you know. They're tonight. a hybrid because sometimes they are. Sometimes they could, they, they're fast food if you want it to be. Potbelly. Fast food or no? No, because they slice their meats. What? So Potbelly is not, but Subway is? Yes. You know, Lion's Choice slices the meat. That is also true. We're going to pick you apart, by the Hot way. Hot Belly says that they are made to order toasted sandwiches. 
Yeah, Quiznos so does is, that too. So is Subway, though. I mean, and, and and trust me, I'm not I'm not saying Potbelly is exactly like Subway because we're talking two totally different types of meats here. Mm-hmm. Listen, not knocking on anybody, but downstairs you're going to get a little better meat. But technically, a Subway sandwich is made to order as well. Because mm-hmm. I don't walk in there and go, give me the meatball sub, and they go, Chipotle here you go. Not, they got to make it. Bl- I'm- Chipotle is not one of them. You're losing this. No, I'm not. If you ask How the Chipotle, El, El Duderino says steak and shake completely will explode your mind. <laughs> they cook it on a griddle, they have a drive through and you get it on plates. Yeah. That's right. They're a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Chipotle, why does that not count? Well, listen, fine. You see, it does count. there are exceptions. No, they're fast food because that's what they're, that's what they're going for. Gothic Zebra <laughs> says, if you walk in, have your food constructed, and walk out, it's fast food. That's what Chipotle is. I don't agree with that statement. I'm just saying. I'm giving everyone voices here. Okay, well. well then, then Friday's takeout or Chili's to go. We'll, we'll agree Stop that it. I'm right. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Those are fast restaurants that offer options. Jack in the Box, not fast food. Why? According to your logic, because they make your food to order. I don't have any logic. (laughs) I have no logic. Just opinions that are right. I don't have any logic. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. Thank you. Just opinions that are correct. (laughs) You have logic. He has fact. Just made my day. No logic. Just the right way of thinking. Just the way you said it. You go, I have no logic. I'm not a zero tolerance person. There are exceptions to rules, and you can make exceptions. But only in, in your only in my world. <laughs> okay, here's sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control. Uh, the Blues take on the Ducks tonight at Anaheim, and there's no confirmation yet, but it looks like Braden Shen will be in the lineup tonight. Both him and David Perron have been skating with the team. No official word if Shen will be back tonight, but uh, yesterday, Coach Barube pretty much made it all but official. There is an update. Update, Shen returns to the lineup. There you on. go. Perron's yes. not even on the trip. Okay, so he is not going to be hey, there. One, one out of two is good, right? Yep. Uh, it's That's a late, like 50%. Yeah, that is. You got it, Jeff. Thanks. Uh, it's a late puck drop tonight because of West Coast game, 9 p.m. A puck 9 p.m. So yeah. we're, we're starting at 7 tomorrow, right? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alex Reyes made his yeah. spring debut uh, debut yesterday afternoon, and even though he gave up a run and the Cards ended up losing 2-1 to one to the Phillies, Cardinals are stoked. It looks like he's still got it, if not more. Threw a couple 98-mile-per-hour fastballs and uh, tossed what people are saying uh, looked like a, quote, disgusting curveball. Nice. Yeah. Uh, as far as his role with the team, looks like for now they're wanting to be like an anchor in the rotation. So, how would so. you describe that curveball? Uh, disgusting, uh, dude. Disgusting. Multiple sources said disgusting. Curveball. Is it disgusting or is it sick? I don't know. <laughs> oh, so sick, bro. Dude hasn't uh, to even. To me, it's sick. To you, it may be disgusting. Sick. What's the definition? Dude hasn't even played a single second for the Phillies and already could be in some trouble. Bryce Harper has again lobbied for Mike Trout to join the franchise in 2021, and 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 that's a violation of Major League Baseball's tampering rule. Uh, MLB has not said yet whether it will look into Harper's remark, but the Angels general manager said the team has been in touch with the league and wants them to talk to the Phillies and see if there's any type of repercussions here. Uh, Trout grew up in Philadelphia, and Harper was on Philadelphia radio yesterday, and he said, quote, if you don't think I'm going to call Mike, Trite, Mike, Mike Trout to come to Philly in 2020, you're crazy. Dude, I want to bring him back to D.C., man. That's what we want to <laughs> yeah, do. I don't, yeah. I don't know much about this guy. Really, I didn't pay attention to him too much. I know he's been in the, uh, in the league many years, but in the yeah. last 
last week he said two of the dopiest things yeah. on earth. You are a buffoon. Also, here's another funny Bryce Harper story. We're learning a little bit more about some other yeah, Bryce you know, Harper Another dopey thing he says he thinks Chipotle is fast casual. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's the kind of type what of guy that's like, that's fast rock. food. So before he signed with the Phillies, the, the Nationals, yeah, did you see it, Jeff? Oh, they're, they're showing oh, disgusting. That was disgusting. They're showing highlights of Reyes throwing oh, on the TV, and it, it was, was disgusting. disgusting. The batter Sick. actually tore a ham gross. <laughs> Uh, so Bryce Harper signed. It was so disgusting that the batter vomited. You see that manager went out there and said, man, that was sick. Was, yeah. Uh, the ball. He signed with the Phillies, but there were some other teams in the mix, the Nationals, the Dodgers, and the San Francisco Giants. And that deal was almost all but done. 12 years, $310 million for Harper to go to the Giants. But it fell through. Why? California taxes. Yeah. Harper's people said for them to even come close to what the Phillies offered them, it would have had to have been well over $330 million to make up for what he would lose because of taxes. Wow. Yep. Hey, if anybody ever offers me a $300 million contract, guys, I'm going to take it. Just so you know. Taxes be dead. Taxes not in California. At that point. Yeah, no, not in California. Former NFL tight end Kellen Winslow in trouble again, placed in jail without bail after he engaged in a lewd conduct in lewd conduct in front of a 77-year-old woman at a gym. On Thursday, he was accused of, two, uh, accused of two counts of lewd conduct. What did he do? Well, apparently he touched himself and asked a woman if she liked what she saw while he was exercising. Then nine days later from that incident, the same woman was in a hot tub, and he got in the hot tub naked and began playing with himself. Oh. This is after he has been charged with two counts of rape in the past. Oh. He's in some serious he trouble. Is. And finally, a video for you to check out. Remember a few weeks back that uh, gymnast from UCLA, uh, Caitlin Oahashi? She oh, got she a perfect, perfect 10, 10 and like was having a blast doing her routine oh, and yeah. went viral. Yeah, yeah. She got another perfect 10. Perfect score. Across the board. And it's another performance where you can just tell she's having the time of her life. I sent the video over to Scott. It's already going viral. It's amazing. You can see it at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Moratorious Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. All right, let's go to Lee Valley International Airport in Allentown, Pennsylvania. We're on Monday. TSA agents stopped a man saying that he could not bring a military rocket-propelled grenade launcher back home in his checked bag. Okay. <laughs> in the guy's defense, it was unassembled, but did set off alarms as his bag passed through security. Did he not? Well, after the police were called and, and he told him he thought it'd be okay since he checked his grenade launcher. Of course. He said, hey, man, I didn't have my carry-on. I checked my grenade launcher. Should be totally fine, though. And by the way, where was he off to? His home in Florida. I was going to say, don't you dare say Florida. Hey, what is the Florida connection? <laughs> his uh, grenade launcher was confiscated, and he was able to catch his flight back to Orlando. So he wasn't arrested. But TSA says no realistic or replica weapons of a military nature are allowed onto airplanes, regardless of whether you check them or not. <laughs> now you know. Now you know in case you're traveling. There you go. This Hoosier from... Florida, trying to get through the airport in Pennsylvania, you are today's Headline Hoosh. The Rizzuto Show. All right, we are done. Donnie Fandango is next. Good morning, Donnie. Yo, what's going on, guys? We were trying to guess. I know you had switch foot in yesterday. Yes. And uh, you had posted they were late. Yes. 
unforeseen circumstance, uh, circumstances. Yes. They went to the old radio station. Yes, they did. Uh, yes, they did. And, and what's and what's they went down that a handful of times. And, and what's the craziest part about it is that the record person, the two different record people that kind of work with them, both have been here. Yeah, multiple times mm. since we moved, but I believe <laughs> but that it still was. Uh, but I, yeah, I believe that there was a uh, obvious miscommunication. Yes, but as it were, they were incredibly sweet and incredibly apologetic, and the greatest dudes ever. That is that is the nicest well, band terrific. that you could ever possibly. They, uh, want Christian to meet. rockers. Yeah, 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 and and I and I. Think I was bummed. I was going to go to that last night too, and I didn't I, get to go. It's just such a good show, and I mean like. You know, and I don't mean to be like all like hippy dippy or whatever, but like, dude, those dudes exude positiveness. Mm. Yeah, like you and just real. feel it around. I, I, I absolutely they're real, think it's they're not real. a show. I've toured yeah, with those guys. We need more of that, you douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I've toured. He was kind okay. of Donnie when he said it. By the way. I've toured with those guys multiple times, and they are the real deal. That is one of the best bands out there, not just band wise. And they're writing music. It's like it seems like they got a new song every day. I mean, they are constantly releasing, writing, and working. do it with a smile. And DVDs. Have you seen their DVD? I've not. No. They had they had one come out. Uh, I think like a year ago or two. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Great band, man. Well, what do you got coming? Uh, what do you got coming uh, on today? What? I just, it's, it's what do you got going? It was a little harsh. It just it's <laughs> to, it threw me well, off a little bit. Well, you see the whole, you know, <laughs> right, positivity. First hour, first hour, you'll be crying. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, one thing that I am going to do here in a couple of minutes, and I've played it a couple times before, but I want to give it some more love. Mark Hoppus' new band uh, with Alex from All Time Low, Simple Creatures. I'm going to play their new song here in a minute, and it's awesome. I'll give away some tickets to Point Fest. We'll do that. And a whole bunch more, man. I'm uh, I'm ready to be You're on ready the radio. You were ready to go. You were raring to go. Yeah, I, I slept terribly last night, but right. for whatever reason, I'm ready to tear He's Break room drinking coffee for the past three hours, right, so he yeah. is raring to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, blog, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Uh, Home Depot is hiring almost 1,000 people, uh, local jobs here this spring, so get the details on that. 15 new rules for communicating in the digital age. Make sure you're reading the fine print because some gal got fifty or was $10,000 $10, yeah. out, uh, out of reading the fine print of a little sneaky sort of game that this company did. And the most believable conspiracy theories out there. Or are they just theories? 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Did you hear the one about Frozen? Yes, I did. That Disney named the movie Frozen, so when people Googled Disney's Frozen, it wouldn't come up with Walt Disney freezing his head. <laughs> because well, because Genius. I didn't even think about it until you guys said it, but like that was a thing. It makes sense. I, which I didn't, you know what I mean? Makes sense. No. Next to Ted Williams. Or was it Ted Williams? Yeah. yeah. With the yeah. head on the tuna can? Oh, yeah. that whole... That's, that was a rough one. Yikes. <laughs> Look that up. That was a rough one. All right, we'll leave you with this. Oh, tomorrow, by the way, uh, John Patrico's here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. It's a playoff round. Mm -hmm. I love it when it, we, we go, oh, look at that up. That's, that's, that's the best. Ugh. Uh, it's hot out. Let's get naked. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting at Jerry McConnell one more time. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry Hales from family. Ashley, Illinois. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher 
And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.